You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and notes, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Ho, 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 pimps, and welcome to the Gamecasters nine days before Christmas Christmas special. Yes, in only nine days, Mr. Kringle or otherwise will shimmy himself down your chimneys or up through your sewer if you don't have a fireplace because Santa has a tight space fetish, which he tells Mrs. Claus every night to sexy time failure. Other things Santa says that don't work include, come on, bitch, I've named your legs cheer and joy, now spread them for me. And it's about time, (laughs) it's about to be a white Christmas all over your face, things like that. Anyway, we're back with episode 104. There's no Christmas special. I just wanted to say those gross things about I Santa. was going to say, do we have any Christmas No, there's nothing going on. Like you guys songs. were like, oh shit, what has he done to us? <laughs> what was I supposed to prepare? Um, no, there's nothing special in this one today. I did do some Christmas songs, and I was going to put them in the episode, and I guess I still could because it's before I've edited. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Or just do it, like, <laughs> but I don't know if the... Do like a, a half release next week at Christmas weekend. I like when you give me a half release. What's a half <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have what the full it release? It's like, like tantric sex. Well, Isn't the ha- half call. release is almost like blue balls? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's like goodbye. three pumps into achieving and then just stopping like, to go I'm, get the mail. Oh, yeah. No, I this forget is what it. you no, call those. Like, no. The in between episodes. No, oh, someone's at the door. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I forget what you call the in between episodes. A half achievement? Is it a half? I didn't They're say achievement. Adjacent. Oh, adjacent. Adjacent episode. You can make an adjacent episode next week with some songs for people to enjoy while they're driving. To what their family's house homework? for Christmas. What if they're not going to their family's house for Christmas? Can they still enjoy it? Yes. They'll um, be family friendly because they're Christmas songs. To do over the next That's week. great. Anyway, we've got a, a, a rather pedestrian episode lined up for you today, which means you can expect the same level of what the hell is he going to say nextness out of me, potentially heightened levels of exasperation from Natalie, and perfectly well-timed insertions of all shapes and forms from Jeff. Oh. What a year it's been. Oh a banner year for board gaming. So many incredible essential worthy games released this year, like little gaming sperms all over our gaming table. Also, a fuck ton of absolute dog shit ones that came out. Uh, lucky for us, we don't really play that filth because they suck. This year has just been uh, something else. Jeff and Devin birthed another human into existence. Yeah, we did. We celebrated our 100th episode. Yes, we did. Natalie and I had sex 87 times, not including hand-and-mouth stuff, according to the calendar on our fridge. Yes, you did. And I played Maria for the first time, which I think, and we all agree, is probably the highlight of the year for us. Spoiler. Yes, it is. We, was the 87 times a spoiler? Is that <laughs> no. what the spoiler? You were going to release that, that later? Natalie, that doesn't include hand and mouth stuff. <laughs> for either of you. Sounds like that, was, that 87 was all full <laughs> penetration. Stuff. Yeah, it was. The other stuff was just like for fun. Yeah. That doesn't get, it, that's on a different calendar. Dang. Yeah, that's that's in, that's in the calendar <laughs> yeah. on the mini fridge down here. Yeah. Actually, averaged out, it's only like. Uh, it's not that much. It's not that for much. For all year. What's 87 divided by 12? Why? Because she's she's she said there's a lot of sex we had this year and I was like I don't know if it is actually oh what how many times per month twelve do well it tells us how many sexes oh. we had per month seven point two five per seven month. sexes I think that's a, a month decent is the point two five especially if it's only penetration so, <laughs> if it's only penetration so we're only talking penetration seven so times more a month than once a week. It doesn't. It, it does include yeah, it's both. Almost, it's almost two times a week. Almost two one, times one, a week. One point seven five times both a week. Front penetration and back. Penetration. Considering <laughs> any, one whole week. Any, any penetration. Any, any tration. <laughs> yeah. Any kind of tration. Any kind of penetration. Odd, front odd. front tration, back tration, <laughs> all tration. Top front penetration. Yeah. Top front trations, <laughs> but not mouth. Tra- not, ma- not mouth. No. Trations. Not mouth. Not mouth penetration. But ear hole, nostril. How many mouths? Bending the shoulder blades back. Be? 
What did you say? Nothing that Ryan does. That's a different calendar. I haven't I haven't uh, compiled those yeah, stats Ryan yet. O- Ryan only texts me with the penetration stuff. The oh, other okay, stuff I don't okay. get notified. We got a bunch of great stuff lined up for episode 105. So after you deal with this letdown, you'll be happy to know that next episode we are bringing back the Game Casters Awards, where we nominate games we loved from 2022 and come up with all the winners, as well as all of our 2022 stats that as I'm saying this, I'm kind of realizing that nobody might give two redheaded fucks about that. But we're going to do it anyway. We've done it the last couple of years. at least two redheaded fucks about it. I give at least two. I wonder if the, only us, though, and care. It's, you think anyone else gives a shit? Whose show is this? <laughs> I care. This is our show. You guys have to I think it's so interesting how much okay. I played. <laughs> I think it's interesting that Natalie <laughs> right. spent an entire year actually logging her yeah. plays. We I didn't spend the whole year doing that for nothing. Berated yeah. and chastised her into that, and yep. she has done it. Join yeah. the BGG oh, yeah. Guild, 3678. I got a log. The one we just played. You haven't logged it yet? You didn't? Mind with you the stash didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Okay, back to this episode. We've got yeah. some games to talk about that Natalie is going to drop her pants, squat down, and absolutely shit all over. But before we get there, oh, what's Natalie. up with you guys? Uh, so, I have something. Okay. Okay. I have been teaching for, this is my 11th I year. Damn. I know. 11th year? I we know. are old as fuck. I know this thing's happening. Remember when we graduated? I do. Man, it was 11 years ago. (laughs) So I've been teaching there for 11 years, and one thing that I've been trying to get forever is a bowling team at this fucking place. Mm. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Never had a bowling team. Thurston's never had a bowling team. We never had a bowling team when I went there or when you went there. But but do they still do the class... What's that sports class where you went to the bowling alley? They do, but you don't go to the bowling alley anymore. Oh, so it's, it's Wii bowling now? Play a bunch of bad it's Wii bowling. Yeah, <laughs> they just hit the shuttlecock Like toy around. ones. <laughs> yeah, they have like rubber ones. You just chuck it down the lanes. That's know. cool. Yeah. Bowling balls, not other things. Now, so I've been trying to, and the athletic director was kind of like, eh, I don't know about all this. He was like being stupid about it. Why? And then we got a new athletic director, and this other woman who is like an incredible coach and just like... She just says things. She's like, we're having this. I'm like, okay, well, I'll help. Let's do this. Went to the athletic director, the new one, and said, I want a bowling team. And he was like, okay. So now we have a bowling team. Are you heading this I'm up? The, so myself and this other woman, Elizabeth, are now the, the head coaches of both girls and boys bowling team. Wow. That's cool. What does that entail? It's awesome. So it's <laughs> awesome. here's why it's awesome. Because I've loved bowling forever. I'm Me jealous too. that the kids have a bowling team and I didn't. Yeah. But fucking kids. There are oh, pieces of shit. Spoiled Should let kids. them know every Gen day. Z you lucky fucking zoomers. <laughs> and back in my day, we didn't have a bowling team. <laughs> yeah, when I was your age, we had to roll the ball on the street. <laughs> Up three oh, miles of hills it. in the snow. But what's awesome about it is that there are a lot of like we have we had tons of kids come out to tryouts. So we have a full varsity boys team. We had a full varsity girls team. We have like a JV reserve squad. The ones that suck. And the ones that suck. And But there's like 20 kids that show up who suck. But, okay, let me ask show you this. How bowl. do you get on to varsity? What's the, what's the so we tryout have a, process? We have a pretty clear like n- there's like nine guys, nine or ten guys. Um, the girls have eight girls. They're all on varsity. So that's like our eight team varsity girls. There's about ten boys who compete every match for seven spots. 
Um, a couple of the boys that we have are are swimming and playing basketball, so they're doing two sports because we kind of like popped this thing out of nowhere and didn't want to like cut them off of another uh, mm-hmm. sport. Is it like a winter sport? And, yeah, it's all winter, so we're done like middle of February. Man, imagine having a bowling patch on your and, varsity jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. We used to carry on a bowling ball. Yeah. Like, kids yeah. carry on bowling balls. Awesome. I'm like, that's, that's like a weapon. Cool. That is a weapon. Um, yeah. So we have, when we, when we have all 10 guys, the practice before we have kind of like a bowl off sort of, and we kind of watch what they bowl. To them being the top seven for the varsity so, match the next day. Okay, so they get called up and sent back down. It's kind of like yeah. the majors and the minors. Yep. Yeah. So if if the the vars the two or three varsity boys that aren't bowling varsity that day, they'll bowl JV, and then we then pull some of the sucky reserves. What's in. the highest average you have so far? Um, probably this this kid Jaden is probably between a one ninety and a two hundred. Damn. Um, he's a good bowler. He thinks he's a basketball player. He actually found the podcast, so he might be listening to this. Oh, sweet. So, Go, Jaden. What's the yeah. perfect 300? And 300. <laughs> this 300. is average. Yeah, so average. No, I know. What's, averaging what's like the, a perfect a game three, is 300. 300. 12 okay. strikes in one game is a 300. Okay. And but averaging close to 200 is insane. It's great. Yeah, That's he's, insane. Yeah. He's, he's no, a, he's a very good bowler, yeah. and he's one of the reasons, um, him and a couple of his friends were the reason why I wanted to get this badly, because he's. I know he's a good bowler, and I wanted to. But he's a basketball player, too? Yeah, he thinks he but is good not. at basketball, but, but he's better at bowling. We keep telling him, I'm like, listen, you can make more money and scholarships. Just quit your fucking basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Who Idiot. the fuck are you? What a dummy. But basketball. You, if you're listening to this, just yeah, be done don't with be it. Stupid. Your team sucks. Don't be stupid. Okay? People will cheer for The him. bowling team is You don't have bad. the equivalent of a 200 average on the basketball. Yeah. Right? He might. He might. But oh, really? He's, he he's might good. just be really he's good. good. He's pretty good. But what an athlete. I know. Is he part of the game group? jerk. No. What the um, fuck, Jaden? What's wrong with you? Get it together, uh, man. But I'm like super excited. So we've already had a couple matches, and um, it's just cool to see the kids like doing something. Who do you and, bowl against? Um, our our area, like so. Um, no one's from around here. Like, but we you? have like Melvindale, Redford Union, Crestwood. The, you know the Dearborn schools. We have like. Have they had bowling our, teams forever? Yeah. We're like. Why brand did Thurston never have a bowling team? I have no idea. Probably because of the athletic director. I don't think before. my school had a bowling team. Farmington, Farmington Hills has a bowling team. At least they do right now. Oh, Farmington Hills had it for at least a few years. Harrison having um, <laughs> I mean, when I went to school. Maybe like North Farmington does, I know for sure. I don't know about oh, the rich Harrison. Um, so you're the bowling coach. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What is the, um, what's it like for like, what what is your commitment? What do you have to do? It's usually about, th- it's like three to four days a week. <clears throat> um, what's awesome is all of our matches are like right after school, like three o'clock. Because they basically, the bowling alleys want those kids fucking out the door before, before like, the leagues, leagues come in at yeah. like six. Yeah. So we we do that and we practice every other day or so. So it's not like a crazy commitment. How they long get like is chicken practice? wings and, and pop and stuff. Oh, yeah. They like, just go and like, they, I, I think 10 kids are on the team just so they can order French yeah, fries. Yeah. So they can get food. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Free bowling. Yeah. <laughs> they get free bowling all the time. It's cool because they're not like, most of these kids aren't playing other sports. We're not taking like a dozen basketball players. It's not like we started. Like lacrosse, where we're taking track kids, or you know, it's yeah. started bowling. And it's interesting a bunch though. Of kids that started bowling is definitely on the decline. The I'm kind of surprised that you're just now yeah. Thurston's getting a bowling yeah. program, in and the, bowling's not really as much of a thing anymore, which is really it is, interesting. It still is fairly popular in Michigan. COVID hit it hard because it's one of those things where you're like you're enclosed, you're inside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think some of the alleys and and houses have like come back a it's just weird i used it, to love that was my, one of my favorite things was like to go like let's, yeah. what do you want to do tonight guys let's go bowling that is not i just don't ever think to do that ever well, and cameron, i love bowling cameron's Bowling's having fun. a bowling birthday party in a couple yeah weeks. that's true he is it's coming back and yeah so i'm i'm that's like my new thing so shout out also to Devin for like letting me kind of do this because <laughs> it's on. so fun and she's you know now she's got more responsibility like she needs more you know what if she um, was just like no 
I wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. She was like, just don't. Well, I, I, talked, I said I no. I talked to her about it. I'm like, you know, is this something that I can physically do, like, to just. Like, will it work I don't want to just leave, right, all the time. Or So Jack's trying to get used to not seeing me. Like, I don't pick him up a few days now because I always used to pick him up. Mm. Yeah. And he's, like, obsessed with me. Mm. So I have to, like. <laughs> So now mom's picking him up, so he's trying to get used to that routine. But it's not forever. It's a few. Uh, it's it's two it's more months, months, and then we're done. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really excited about it. So that's like kind of my my new obsession is. You get to awesome. bowl some more, man. That's sweet. And I just kicked the shit out of them today. It was so great. Well, you're, I you're, and I you, like you're in, you and Dave especially. Is Joe a good bowler too? Yeah, I just was like, I think at this point I'm probably better than both of them. That's like the one thing I think I have. Really, they're both better at golf and like yeah. tall. I didn't know that. I always thought Dave was um, the bowler in the in the family. I think I'm. I think I'm. You're the bowler. Yeah, I, I bowl with them, so I'll bowl like a random game, or I'll help them like what to do. Yeah, a lot of it is um, I'm trying to teach the girls how to bowl. That's like really mm. our um, my main focus because the the boys have bowled. A lot of the boys have bowled before. Only one of the girls ever bowled like on a league before. Mm. So mm. we're like even going through like how to walk, where to throw the ball, how yeah. to like, like how to release it, all this kind of stuff. Right. With the girls. And then I'll like jump over and How bowl to finger it. Yeah, you know, you got to finger the holes. <laughs> you got to put the Well, we always talk the about there's this rule they in might bowling not know. that, you know, you got holes in the ball. Yeah. Yep. You can't have an unoccupied hole. Right. You got to have all the so holes. So we had a occupied. meeting. I said, listen, I'm just going to lay this flat out. If you got a hole in the ball, you got to stick a finger in it. Yeah. <laughs> no unoccupied holes. Yeah. So I'm like, the thumb is a finger. Let's get all the giggles out. No unoccupied holes in your balls. If there's a hole, you got to put a finger in it. Fill that hole. Fill the hole with a finger. Okay. So what happens if you get caught? Double fingering, not thumbing the ball. You basically would forfeit the that the person frame. would forfeit the the match that they're in. The entire match. So like against their person. It wouldn't so, just be like a no. So if like I was bowling against you, it would be like if I had an illegal ball or I threw the ball illegally, I would lose that match. How um, strict are they paying attention to this? Not in like our league as much, yeah. but in like bigger invitationals and stuff like that, and like states they would. So you're teaching them to throw curve then? Yeah. And honestly, a lot of the guys throw a, like a two-handed ball now. I don't know if you've ever seen these two-handed deliveries. So some of them might put their fingers in the ball. Are you kidding? No, no <laughs> under legs. They throw a two. They throw a two-handed shot, and it's just like it's a lot of revs. So they like, but they can't right because they have to finger the ball. There's no holes. The shot. The some balls have yeah. no holes. So they, yeah, shot well, you your ass. Shot your ass. So you get it drilled to either fit like three. So I have people that throw all three fingers like normal bowling, right? Like bowling back in the day. And there's some people that throw the ball with just their two fingers. So they only have two fingers in the ball. And they throw it like that. And then I have four bowlers that throw two-handed. Do some of them have multiple balls so they can like switch? Oh yeah. Oh, we've all got multiple balls. Yeah, we all. Got, I, yeah, that's like that's that's like a bowling thing. If you, it's like think about it like golf. Like you go have a bag of yeah thirteen clubs, clubs right? Yeah. So this you're not having thirteen bowling balls. Like they're allowed to have four bowling balls um, for each match. Okay. Usually they're bringing between two and four. I have two. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the garage. In a sack. In the, they're in a satchel. <laughs> they're in a satchel. Yeah, they're in a, a bag. In a satchel. I got shoes. I got my own bowling shoes. And yeah. this in the bag as well. That's what I told all my kids again. I'm like, you need, at some point, you need to get a real bowling ball. You need to get shoes. And then you need to get a towel. At Those my highest, at my highest, I I was a 189 average. At Whoa. my, at my That's highest. Great. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was happy if I bad. got over 100. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you, what do you think you are right now? Are you over 200? Yeah, when I stopped yeah. bowling, like yeah. when I stopped oh, bowling yeah, three dude. years ago, four years ago, I was like two ten, two fifteen. What's your high game? Um, a two ninety nine. Whoa! <laughs> no, damn. Yeah, I know. Well, the elusive. Oh, yeah. Was it? The, it had to be the last frame. Yeah. Oh. It was the last shot. Nine pins. I nine. I know. Blew it. 
I suck. <sighs> you blew it. You blew it. And then How I, old were I you? Quit. Um, it was like. Were you in the twos or the threes? 10 years ago, the okay, twos. so you're in the twos. Yeah. All right, well, you have your whole life in front of you still. Now yeah, you're like, Arma- it's like Armando Galarraga. Yeah. <laughs> Getting yeah. his perfect I, game. Well, I got, I'll get back off. to it. I have my whole well, life. Just, now I get to go to bowling yeah, practice all the time and beat kids and maybe I'll throw it together. Now's your opportunity. Oh, my God. So that's what's new. We're not watching anything very new. We finished up Wednesday. That's amazing. We haven't even started that yet. We got to start that. I watched this thing on Hulu the other day that I'm going to show to my sociology class called uh, Three Identical Strangers. It's about these triplets that get put up for adoption and they get split up, but they don't know about it. And they start discovering like... This is Parent Trap, actually. Yeah, Parent Trap. Okay. That's right. Oh, yep. triplets. Yeah, Sorry. triplets. triplets. Yeah. yeah, this is just Parent they Trap. They just uh, duplicated Lindsay Lohan one more time. <laughs> and yeah, so that, that was kind of an interesting story. They This guy figures out that he runs into somebody and they're like, you have like... You're Eddie. And he's like, I'm not fucking Eddie. What are you talking yeah, about? What the hell? No, like, I think I don't know you I look like this guy. And then they start to like kind of uncover what like you guys, no one knew. Imagine know. having a brother, a twin, that you an identical twin, okay? And you see them out in the world. I think you might have an existential crisis and die. If you saw someone, Jeff, all of a sudden yeah. you're it in your mid exactly threes like now you. and you see somebody who's literally you. Would you like, would you even, would it even click? I, oh yeah, I would freak the fuck out. Here's one. T- here's how I know this. <laughs> I have a story about a long lost twin. No, yeah. I was in. Uh, this is. I mean, gosh, I was probably like 14. Mm. But I was uh, in actually the Mayflower Lanes parking lot playing That's roller really hockey. Bold. Yeah, full circle. Hell yeah, <laughs> the Mayflower Lanes. Oh, is you, it really? Is you that have a T-shirt that says Mayflower Lanes. Yeah. Well, I lived. My house uh. was the first house behind oh, Mayflower that, Lanes. That one. Yeah. By yeah. Your house. That's the oh. bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on a league there. That's where I, every league I was on was at Mayflower. Anyway, I was in the 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 parking lot playing street hockey with some friends, and there was this one kid there who I didn't know, and I was uh, he was like playing goalie, and so he was like bending down to put on like the goal or to take off like the goalie pads. And I hadn't seen him yet. And he takes his mask off. And you guys, I thought it was me. <laughs> and I started to freak out. I was like, <gasps> I'm playing, go- I'm playing, I'm, like that? I'm playing goalie right now. What the fuck? I'm right here. What the? And I was kind of like looking around like, what the fuck? And then I like got it. I was like, oh God, thank God it's not me. What? I was thank like, oh, God, it's, oh, it's just Scott. Me. Oh, his name is Scott, I think. Okay, oh, God. Scott. Oh, I thought for a minute, I was like, I think that's me. That and would I be was, really freaky. I was freaking out. I was freaking out. Now, yeah. if I saw another Natalie, oh, yeah, oh my great. <laughs> There's a, this, that didn't happen to me, but when I was a kid, there was this book that I had. The Bible. I can't remember what it was. Your favorite book. It was like some yeah. sort of like. Bible. Bible. <laughs> I don't know. It was some sort of book, and it had Bible. pictures of like, of like kids in Old it. Old Testament. In, in, and there was a girl in it that looked exactly like me <laughs> when I was a kid, Mary you know? Mary. And I remember being like, did I? Did I do that? Did I do that? Yeah, like that's did I take a picture like, and then they like, put anybody it in got the any book? Jeans? I like, couldn't imagine. Wow, that's crazy. It's it, you'd freak out. I because I did. I freaked out. I freaked <laughs> out. But what if what if you found out that that was like your actual twin? Like as you start to uncover, yeah, like oh yeah. shit, I, I have adopted. A yes, it was from the same thing. We have the same birth. Like, you'd freak out then for another reason. Fuck. Yeah, you now you're freaking out for out. a different reason. That'd be, that'd be wow. weird. That it's like the show weird. Orphan Black, which everybody should watch because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because Tatiana Maslany is so fucking hot. She's the best. And she's like, oh my God. She's, a she's very talented. Although I think, wasn't she in She Hulk? And that's just gotten flamed. Um, I know, but I've still heard pretty good things about it. Have you really? Okay, yeah. I've only heard bad things, it. but that's only because that's the only thing I've the heard. Only th- so I have heard some negative things, but the, the thing I always hear is that she's amazing in it, but the show kind of sucks. Makes sense. Oh, okay. um, well, she's because she she's is, great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, that's a good point. If you haven't seen Orphan Black, watch Orphan Black. She's fucking good. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. 
That's the whole premise. She runs into someone that looks exactly like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, she fucks the person's. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm not spoiling oh, too much. Yeah. You get to see her pretty well, much. And there's, a, the and there's a bunch of people who look like her, and she plays no, all of them. Spoilers. Yeah, she plays all of them. No, yeah. It's and, great. She's and they're amazing. all like different. And it's it's like actually pretty crazy to think that it's the same person playing all these characters. Because they're so different. Yeah. Well, And, and for a while, I was kind of like, well, I could probably do... Th- and I mean, like, they're writing them differently enough, and so I wasn't as impressed at first. I was kind of like, maybe this isn't that hard. Because cause at first, you're instantly impressed. Because you're like, right. wait a minute, that that's the same person, but she's completely playing a different role. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, that's what actors do. But then, and this isn't spoiling a ton, but there's another character in the show as a man, and he has a couple different characters yeah that he plays and he doesn't do it nearly as well no <laughs> you do, it, it's so you really you really appreciate her body yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well, a we, lot more well, I, we do yeah i mean yeah how can you not yeah is what i think <laughs> we well we were still watching brooklyn 99 that's, that's, that's good there's a couple moments that have like it's funny mm-hmm. there's a couple moments that send me into absolute hysterics. There's this one. There's one part with you know the guy that plays Boyle. Yeah, he's he's he like obsessed. Is so with funny. Jake? He's obsessed with with Jake Peralta, mm-hmm. who is Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he's talking about having a baby, <laughs> and then somehow like Jake might like the the precinct might shut down, and Jake might have to go work somewhere else. Oh, so him yeah. and Boyle will be split up, and they're like, "Well, it's okay. You're gonna have a baby, and everything's fine." He's like. <sighs> He's like, he's like, I don't want to know some stupid baby that never met Jake. No, he's like, I don't want to hang, hang out. hang out with some dumb baby. It's his baby. It's his, his, his own baby. son. It's his own baby. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with some dumb baby who hasn't even, yeah. hasn't even met Jake. And I was like laughing. <laughs> I like lost my mind. It was so funny. There's little moments like that occasionally yeah. that like launch me into absolute yeah. hysterics. Yeah. But overall, I think it's just, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's just a solid... Yeah. show there's not a ton of character depth yeah that's like our biggest to something like parks and rec that's the biggest sure. reason the that it's not as good or it's harder to like be invested in it like those other shows because yeah there is no depth to the characters yeah it's so it's really just you boils don't down even to know that Amy much Santiago's about them really <laughs> God, I'm yeah. yeah i know uh jeff what have you been playing man we, we play games don't we we do play some do games we? and i want to always want to play more games do you yeah I want to play less. Oh my god! I want to play. I play too what many else games. Could we do There's a, too many games. What else could we do a yeah. show about? <laughs> so there's been a game that I've been eyeballing for a while. Okay, that I was so happy to get and get to the table. Oh god, I'm excited okay? about this. It's beautiful. Yeah, the cover is like it might be the best cover like a, of the year. It's like a sexy cover. Yeah, it's Look got it. And you're like, I want to. I want to know this and game. Play that game. <laughs> like it is. So this game is called Lacrimosa. For some reason, I want to say it with like a Spanish accent and have nothing. Lacrimo- like lacrimosa. 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 Like, I want it, like, but that's not. I think it's just lacrimosa. Well, I'm gonna look up. Like, how, I'm gonna look know. up how to pronounce it. L a c r i m o s a, right? Yeah. Lacrimosa yeah. pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Lacrimosa. Oh, here we go. Ready? Yeah. We're gonna right practice. Here. Allow. Lacrimosa. Oh shit! It's telling me to speak. Oops. Hold on. No, here we go. Uh-oh. Some dead air. We got it. Yeah. Um, ruining it. Go ahead. You keep going. It's fine. It's all good. There's not... It's it not I, I can't find it. Lacrimosa no, I, yeah, I can't like, find show it. You how to I'm fairly it? confident it's called Lacrimosa. Oh, la- oh lock, not lack. Lacrimosa. Lacrimosa. Well, it's an A, not an lac. O. Oh, here lac. we go. I found it. Well, A also makes the A sound. 
It's not playing. Lagrimosa. 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 I don't know if people on the podcast are. Lacrimosa. Well, I'm from Michigan and we have some hard ass A's. So this is going to be Lacrimosa. 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 Oh, jeez. Okay. So, Lacrimosa. Yes. Published by DeVere. And God, I just look forward to whatever they put out. Yeah, they're like doing good now. They're, be- <laughs> they're becoming a thing that, that I sentence. like looking at. And this is, you know, I think they started with some smaller box games like the, um, what's that? The game Monster. Tiny Monster. Tiny Monster. And Silk. 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 Right? These kind of, the Castle Party. They had some small, <laughs> small box games. And then they got in some, they got Red Cathedral. Well, it's also a small box like game. small box, but, but big deep. game. Big yep. small box game. They had Bitoku come out last year, big which was game. one of my favorite games. And that was a bigger box. So I was excited. When this one came out, kind of advertised as um, like medium, medium heavy. So lighter pumped. than lighter than Batoku. Lighter than Batoku. Heavier sure. maybe than Red Cathedral, or in the same weight class. Same, same, same-ish weight. Yeah. Okay. So designed by Gerard Assini. Uh huh. I don't nobody? think these two guys are nobodies, but I don't think they're somebodies. Does okay. That make sense. Yeah. They're somewhere in between. They're I didn't look, I looked up what they they. That design and I forgot. And then Farin Renalius. Renalius. <laughs> Is that a name? That seems like it. Farin. Farin. Okay. To be at a fair. Yeah. <laughs> and Devere is not like an American-based publisher. Right. So who knows? These dudes, this this could put them on the map. All right. My God. So what? like I said, the cover of this game is absolutely stunning. It's beautiful. And that grabbed my attention immediately because I'm a judge of book by its cover kind of person. <laughs> and um, But I'm not a book. Yeah, he's not a book reader. He's not a book reader. He's a cover looker adder. Yeah. yeah. But if he did read a book, he would pick it based on its cover. Yeah. Yeah. Course. Cover looker adder, book reader. Yeah. Okay. What? I need to tell you about the theme to start with because it's borderline nonsense. Okay. Oh, ready for damn. This? I'm kind of bummed okay, me out. Okay. Let's see it. But maybe just for me. Okay. I'm not a music person. I don't. I don't understand it. There's like music sheets and notes. I quit band in the fifth grade because it took away my recess. Would you play a trumpet? <laughs> played the trumpet because Figure. my brothers played the trumpet, and I was like, yep. "I gotta be like them." And yep. then I was like, "Fuck this! I don't like this at all." Fuck! I want to be Spirit King. I ain't being yeah, in band. No, no, I'm gonna be fucking. <laughs> I'm nerds. gonna be cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I choose to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's this Friends episode. They're like, "You didn't read Lord of the Rings in high school?" No, I had sex in high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is dead. He okay. died. Okay, this is this is. He died a while Spoilers. ago. Okay. He died a while ago. I've seen and apparently, on his deathbed, he was composing the lacrimosa movement of his opius <clears throat> requiem, which sounds kind of gross. It does. Um, so he was, I guess, is it writing, composing music? Composing, yeah. Right. Both, composing both music on his deathbed. It was unfinished. So this lacrimosa movement is unfinished. Okay. okay. And he died. So whatever the fuck all this stuff means. Okay? Did someone take over? You, or you're taking yeah, over? Yeah, so you are sponsors... Follow me. Okay. You meet with the widow to gather funds to complete the work. You reminisce the and widow recall Mozart. memories of Mozart so the widow, widow will portray you in a favorable <clears throat> manner. To and who? you will then become, bless you, one of the greatest <laughs> Mozart patrons, essentially. So you're just basically, you're just very, slobbing his dead knob. Yeah. It's like an elaborate to, his, to the widow Mozart. A board game. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. That's weird. I don't. I'm, what a weird I don't get theme. It. That's a weird thing. I get a lot of things, not that. I don't but get it. There, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Listen, the man doesn't okay? get it. I don't. Get Look, it. he doesn't fucking understand. Okay, you can mess with me all you want about music shit. I don't get it. Listen, he doesn't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> so he doesn't fucking get. He doesn't. So guess, Jesus Christ! He fuck. doesn't get it. You guys, stop it! Stop what it! What the hell is your deal? I don't. Fucking he doesn't get fucking it, okay? understand. Okay, I get you play online. Okay, great. You play board games online. Cool. I get it. <laughs> and we'll be right I back. There's things he gets. I. This is this not is one not of. One of <laughs> okay, music. So your patrons. <laughs> If you'd like to be a one of our patrons, you can go to www.gamecaster.com slash patron. That's something like that. If you type in Patreon and Gamecaster, you'll find it somehow. Just give us your money. You'll get it. Or just send us your credit card information. I have have an extensive Amazon wish list. trying to get this piece of work completed. But not you. But not me. I'm trying to work with people to get this thing completed. By telling stories to the Widow Mozart. I'm not good. Yeah, you're just a I'm trying to find some other composers and some, you know, some some other people to do this for Mozart. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Damn it. Okay. Bums me out. All right. But, okay, this is also coming from me where I don't know what the fuck any of that means. Like, I read the word opus and I was like, okay, the Mr. Holland is the only opus that I know. <laughs> yeah. And the Requiem. Penguin. I was like, okay, Requiem for a Dream is a weird fucking movie. That's weird. Good movie. Right? So weird I'm like, movie. okay, weird. I don't know any of these words combined. So if you're like a music person, this might like hit. It might. Okay, so it does have musical stuff in it because it seems like it's just about telling stories to the widow Mozart. So, I don't know if there's music stuff in it. Okay, there's music symbols. <laughs> okay, there's that's like an cool. Note and Ooh, a, and a sixteenth. Oh. Good. good. There you were. go. I good. Knew, for well, you. I also set them in the directions. Now, ah shit. Okay, so there's a big board. Okay, the big board is broken up into different sections. There's some cards. There's a map in the middle, and then at the bottom there is an incomplete music sheet. The sheet is broken up into five sections. I don't know what a section of music is called, if it's called something. Like a, a bar. Stan, a bar, a stanza. Stanza's a George poems? Costanza. Okay. Yeah, bars probably. Bar, whatever. It's broken up into <clears throat> five sort of sections. Okay, so there's a, think of a, a music sheet on the bottom broken up into five sections. People, and by people I mean me, players, have their own individual dual layered player boards. Oh, because if you can get one of those. If you can get them. Why don't you? You should. They were, they're this is one of the things you know. Sweet. And what's cool about the player boards is they um, fold up kind of like a... Like a sheet of music. Yeah, but like a book. Like a book? Like a music book? Booklet. Is there a book of music? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, yeah think about that. Fold music it up. Book. And you open it up, so it's kind of got a cool look to it. So it unfolds, and it's dual layered, <sighs> yeah. and it's beautiful. Wow. So again, Go to here. Through the roof. Okay. Now... Um, players also have a set of 10 cards. One is an opus card. I don't fucking know. And nine action cards. With me okay. so far, Nangity Tangly? Yeah, I'm following okay. along with pic- the pictures. Okay, yeah, you're looking at the board. And you're looking at the player board? Yeah. You draw f- a hand of five cards. So from your nine, you draw five. Foomph. Okay? It's not very... On your turn, you turn. You choose two. You don't think it's pretty? No. <clears throat> the, I think it fits... The box color? The box cover? I think it this fits This is the board? Like, what the fuck are you looking at? That's not the board? That's like the online. That's oh, because like, I was like, that is, yeah. What are you talking about? I was like, that is ugly. Like, what are you talking about? Doesn't that look digital to you? Did that look like okay, the, a well, real that, picture? Ah, uh, yes. She's not as excited okay. now that the pizza's not here anymore. Okay, Jess. she this ate all the pizza. Prettier. This she is ate much all our pizza. Can we pause and talk about? Yes, this I want you to tell the story. Okay, now listen to this. <laughs> I want you to tell the story. Okay, everyone. Lacrimosa pause moment. Boop. So we're playing a game before the show, and Ryan says he's hungry. Was Natalie? I'm hungry. He wanted a snack. He said, why didn't we just eat more? And Natalie was like, we're trying not to eat more, okay? You're <laughs> badass. Yeah. And Ryan's like, I think I want a snack. Natalie says, I could pop some popcorn. And Ryan's like, I don't want any popcorn. So then Natalie takes that 
sentence <laughs> to now food push. It's 8.30. It's 8.30 at night. Try to, now pushing food upon us. She takes this as an opening. Natalie goes, well, I'm hungry, too. In her head. This is what's happening in Natalie's head. Yeah. I'm hungry, too. I want some shit. I'm going to push this on the boys and make Ryan think that he thought of this idea. Yeah. So Natalie goes, we could, we could like, DoorDash something from 7-Eleven. <laughs> Oh, okay. Ryan's like, well, oh, I want that white white cheddar popcorn. Yeah. That's a good and then Natalie said, she's like, fuck popcorn. <laughs> so Natalie then says, well, we could be really bad and we could do like like Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. <laughs> and then Ryan's like, no, I want like something to snack. And Natalie, before Ryan finishes that sentence, goes, well, we could have pizza. <laughs> We'd already eaten dinner. We could have pizza. It's 830 at night. We could order a full <laughs> pizza. One full pizza. Do you want? We could get a whole pizza. You guys know it sounded awesome to you. And then we could get a pizza. So let's get a whole pizza. So then Ryan's like, well, I could get a cauliflower crust pizza from Jets. And Natalie's like, well, we could just get like, we could get Hungry Howie's instead. And then we don't have to get the stupid, <laughs> shitty, ugly, dumb, like fake, healthy, dumbass cauliflower one. We could get a real, we could get a real pizza. Yesterday, I had, I was going, went to eat a cookie, and she was like, "What the fuck what are the you fuck doing? Is your problem? Do you want to eat better or don't you?" <laughs> so then, now Natalie is like, "Oh, now I got him on pizza. So now we're gonna get bad pizza. We're gonna get like bad for you pizza. Let's get bad for you pizza. Which all pizza is bad for you, but this is even worse." Well, and for she's the boys. Like, well, well, obviously we gotta get butter. We gotta get butter all over the crust and we just butter cheese, cheese crust. Of course, duh. And then Natalie goes, "Well, let's get like like what do you want on it? Why don't you boys get one and I'll get yeah, one? Yeah, okay. So why we'll doesn't the boys one. get one pizza we'll and then I'll get a whole boy pizza and a girl so, pizza? So now Only one girl. A boy pizza and a Natalie pizza. Yeah. So now Ryan and I are are just we're stuck with his balls and penis own, pizza. Yeah, old dick pizza. This XY. Natalie gets her own vagina pizza. Yeah. Over there. It was great watching. I ate it. the whole thing. And then Natalie ate the whole pizza. Oh, <laughs> Me and Jeff still have half of our boy we have pizza. Half a boy pizza. Okay, mine was a small. Yours is large. Natalie ate her entire fucking pizza. <laughs> and then I was so really hungry. Every we and were like then, talking to her in the game. She's like, "Oh, I'm not going to take my time." the game. I teach oh, yeah. the rules to this upcoming game that we'll talk about <laughs> in a minute. And Natalie is not paying one fucking lick of attention. <laughs> Because she continues. I know why. I know why. <laughs> He's gonna so talk. Natalie nonstop is on her phone because she ordered it through DoorDash. <laughs> and apparently DoorDash, the, the restaurant should check in that they got your order. Right. Hungry Howie's never checked in. And that made Natalie She was very upset. angry. Well, why didn't why aren't they why haven't they done this? I'm like, so Natalie, you can either move one space or you can pay to move. Well, what, well, why haven't they? Why didn't they do this? Why haven't they checked in? Someone's driving to Hungry Howie's. Do Hungry Howie's know that there's that they're made by? Why haven't they checked in? I'm trying to explain the rules, and then two minutes goes by. Oh, they checked in. Okay, we're good. Well, I like? And should then, I like call them? And then her oh, mood switched. And then she's then the she's like standing up. Girl. She's like dancing around. Oh, it's my turn! Look at all the flowers. I'm just like she's just fucking ecstatic because the pizza's on the way. She looks at both of us and she just nods like, "Yeah, you're right." Yep. As soon as they confirmed it, I was like, 75 percent of my brain was on the pizza, but now I can pay attention to the cake. And then Jeff's like explaining more, and all of a sudden Natalie looks at me. Hand on the table, like like, 
It's here. It's here. Gone. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut, shut the fuck up. Takes up. Up. Get the game off the table. Shut the fuck up and get, go. No. Stop oh, it. Stop talking. I'm going to get the pizza. It's here. 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 I feel like that's a D story. What's that? I feel like it's like a D story. It's a Natalie story. It's, that, yeah, that was 100% true. And the weirdest fucking part about it, like I said, I went to take one bite of a cookie yesterday. What is And your you would have thought, like, I was dumping a case of lard down my yeah, throat. What is she was wrong like, with you? Do you you want to fucking eat better Do you or no? Die? Do you want to die? <laughs> Why don't we have a whole pizza? We know. <laughs> Why don't you have pizza? And I have a pizza. We have two pizzas. <laughs> I was really hungry, okay? Oh, and then once I got we pizza. We need to start doing better. We need to start doing Wait, okay, we had dinner. It's 8.30. Pizza. Let's have a pizza. <laughs> We can like make this a thing. Like when Jeff comes over, we just eat pizza. We have a whole pizza to ourselves. That was all in the moment. All that happened in the moment. I know. That was great. It hit the spot. Yeah, but you. Oh man, (laughs) it was all your idea. All of it. You guys wanted it. I literally said to you, you know, I'm a little hungry. Oh well, well, you know, we could. And then then Natalie ended up eating a whole pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan is hungry. Natalie ate a whole pizza. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> okay. Do you want to eat better or don't you? Let's get a pizza. Let's get a f- one from me. That one was for yesterday. It's the weekend you guys. now. Oh, it's the weekend now. Friday, eight thirty. After we already had a sensible yeah, every- dinner, we had a nice <laughs> we like we had a nice dinner. like ribeye with yeah. some broccoli. You know, steak. Oh my god! So what you have for dinner? I had steak and broccoli, and then three hours later, I ate whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! This show is off the rails. <laughs> 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 oh gosh, that's so fucking funny. Uh, I don't okay, know we, I don't so know anyway. what was this game? It's Lacrimosa. Oh my god, it was a lot of music. Lacrimosa. <laughs> okay, what was I talking about? Lacrimosa is beautiful. Notes. It's about music. Um, you have your own player board. You have your own. Pizza. You got some cards. You got your own pizza. Boys pizza, girls pizza. <laughs> <laughs> We get a boy pizza and a girl pizza. You you guys are just like what? We just looked at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? There's two of us here. We get we get one pizza. I just totally took over that whole thing. Like, you guys now are seeing this. What do you guys think? And you're just like, okay. (laughs) Oh my god. I can't. I don't know know how we'll rebound. We have to start over. I don't. We might have to end here. You can't keep all this in there. Well, this is only for the uh, patrons. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to end the show. Yeah, shut it down. <laughs> Forever. Turn on, say the battery. Say the battery. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Lacrimosa. Okay, Lacrimosa. Okay, Mozart's dead. You're the some widow schmuck Mozart. trying to trying finish Trying to fuck his, his dead wife. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to pick his dead wife, okay? <laughs> what? Yep, that's what you're trying to do. Did his wife isn't it's dead. Like, it's like uh, the end of wedding. Class. I know you're trying to... F- oh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're trying to eat her like that pizza. That's what you're trying to do. Uh, you're his live oh Mozart wife. <laughs> okay. Whew. Dang. All right, I'm we'll get s- it. I'm sweating. No, we got it. Okay, we got this. Okay, here we go. Okay. A whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we never recover. <laughs>
<laughs> you might legitimately have to listen to this back. Oh this is like 10 minutes. <laughs> the way you told that story. I hope it's... <laughs> you seriously going to eat that cookie? <laughs> How about we Let's get a pizza? <laughs> You didn't tell the part. You didn't tell the part. You take home. <laughs> we'll snack later. We have lunch tomorrow. Too. You said that. <laughs> well, that oh. was, you said that if I got a medium, I could have leftovers. No, but oh, God forbid oh. you don't eat an entire small pizza. <laughs> God forbid you leave one slice for have, lunch tomorrow. If we get a small pizza. You have no fucking yeah, leftovers no, for no. you. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I have to, okay, I'm gonna turn my mic away, and then you can talk. Here okay. Okay. Oh my god. All right. All right, we're back. We're talking to games. If you fast forwarded, we're talking about games now, okay? Lacrimosa. Giant board, broken up into sections. There are some cards, there's some maps, there's that incomplete music sheet. You get your own awesome player board. It's dual layered. You start with nine action cards, you get one little opus card, which I just called like a music card or like a symphony something. That's what I did. <laughs> On your turn, you have a hand of four cards, you choose two of them to play. You're going to play one as the action and one as the resources on the card. Ryan, that means they're multi-use cards. Fuck, yeah. Which is awesome. Dual layer player boards and, and multi-use they, cards. The oh, cards snap. literally slide into the player boards. Ooh. So oh. as you slide in the top card, it only shows the top, which is the action, and when you slide it in the bottom, you know, so it like, only uh, shows like, the resources. Like, Legran like Legranja. Yeah. Legranja. Yeah, but that? imagine that that's not like this slide it underneath the board, right? You're sliding it into the board, which is very cool. Between the dual layers? Between oh, the layers. Oh, between the layers of Mad King Ludwig. Yep, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I did, uh, that was just cool to me. Um, it might really, have been a yeah. little fiddly, like having to take them out in between rounds, but man, it was. It just it looks great. And when you when you just slide it in, it feels so Oh, it feels good. It just feels good. So love the actions that are there, there's five actions that you can do. And they all have some like little icon that's supposed to mean something. Sure. Uh, the wagon is moving around the map, which of course that makes sense. It's a wagon. So mm -hmm. as you move around this map, that's one thing you can do. There are a bunch of tiles on the map, and you can really go wherever you want. You just pay some resources. So there's not like you know building territories or having to have the path there. You just kind of move however you want. And there are the, these tiles have bonuses or like an extra action or just stuff on the tiles. Okay. There's also some end game scoring tiles that you can pick up. And what's cool is at the end of the round, those tiles actually flip over and make them like better and you get like more resources with them. Okay. And that's kind of cool. That so it entices you to great. go to those newer ones. Um, you can, with the cards, two actions with the cards is one is you get these Opus cards, which I just, again, called like symphony cards. They are, I don't really know what, um, what the theme of it is. Like they're basically like sheets of music. So you like buy these Opus cards and their music later. You, one of the actions is you can sell them or you can like play the music and then you get something for you to play it or you get more if you sell the music to someone. So those are these different cards. The other cards, which are awesome are better action cards. So it lets you do instead of just one action on a card, it might have two actions or it might have one action. You get extra resources. They're awesome. And you immediately upgrade your card. So you, you'd buy the card. You'd actually take that card and you would replace the card that you put in the bottom of your player board with the new one that you just bought. Okay. So you'll always have, and then that card you just replaced goes away. You'll always have nine cards. You'll always see every card as you play around. Okay. Uh, which I like. You might not get the right order, but you get to see everything, which is cool. And... <laughs> Um, so those are like the five actions, two cards, move around the map, um, oh, the four, the move around the map and then do the, um, selling of that opus card. The last thing that you can do is you can start to add presents, which that's just for mechanism. There's another name for it. Like presents Christmas, to Christmas the, presents? Yeah. Christmas presents. <laughs> to the music sheet at the bottom of the board. 
So this is done really simply on the right hand side of your player board. There are these discs which either show an eighth note or a 16th note and you add it to the music sheet. You take it off, as soon as you take it off the player board, you get a cool bonus. And whatever side you decide to put it on is what side correlates with the composer that you're essentially hiring to try to do that part. Oh. And that composer, so you put it on there, you pay some resources, you take that composer's tile and you put it on the spot that you remove from your player board. And then that gives you something. You could get a bonus thing every round, you could get an extra thing if you, um, every time you buy a certain specific icon. So it kind of dynamic maybe it's not dynamic where you remove and automatically have something there but you definitely remove get something and then you add a tile there which gets you a bonus this sounds like every mechanism i love i know i think man i think you really know. like it so it's not on um, Amazon. you get four <laughs> actions i know i think we just play it like right now you got it you brought it <laughs> let's do sorry, it sorry yeah baby. short episode yeah shut down <laughs> and most of remember you up. nine minutes of it is just laughing it's just pizza right. so you get four actions in a round so, like I said, you'll get an opportunity to see every single one of your cards because you're playing four up top and four down below. Okay. And then the night, the extra one is the one that stays to the next round, but it was in your hand to start with. At the end of the fifth round, the game ends. Uh, you earn points throughout the game for selling those Opus cards and just for, like, doing stuff. And then you get um, points at the end of the game for area majority in those sections of the, um, the music sheet at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And what's kind of interesting about that is Let's say the three of us are playing and we're talking about section one. If I put an eighth note into section one, if you put a 16th note into section one and Natalie puts a 16th note into section one, the 16th note we're all tied. is the majority. Oh. So you would get more points. The two of you would get more <coughs> points for your tokens than I would for mine. Hmm. Oh. So it kind of dictates like which of the composer, I think the theme would be like which composer actually did it. I was working with the other composer. You were working with the one that finished it, that kind of thing. So there's some... Um, there's some strategy in that and, and it kind of could take some points away from people and kind of swing. Um, and this is again, area majority versus area control because yep. you're not taking right. away somebody else's thing. But sure. yeah. I liked that little difference. Uh, okay. I, th this game, this, this game and Carnegie might be my two favorite games of 2021. Damn, 2022. Good? And by like, I mean wow. like game games, right? Like yeah. I love green team wins. That was a blast. When I'm talking about like games that yeah. I love and play, this is one that I think could get up there. No shit. It just was so smooth. <coughs> the weight is actually like it's lighter than you think it's going to be. I I think it's like just slightly <coughs> over a three. Oh. Which I think for us like hits that that that's like just that's perfect. Yeah, yeah that's that a great I thought weight. I read so you know, I'm I'm looking at the game. It's a big box, right? It's a big setup, lots of cards. I'm like, okay. Let me pull out the rules. And I read the rules. And I'm like, this is not. Yeah, it doesn't seem this that is difficult. Easy. This is kind of simple. That's what you want. Here are these five actions that you can do. And you do them by playing these cards there. Yeah. And that was what I loved about um, Arc Nova was Arc Nova is really complex in how you want to like combo things and create your zoo. But again, here are the five things that you can do. You play them down here. These are the five cards that you're yeah. playing. And then as you buy more cards in in this game, in Lacrimosa, you're at, now you can do two actions on your turn. And it just, it, it just like, it, I just thought it went so well. It was so smooth. Um, we always talk about like loving the flow of a game. Mm -hmm. And I thought this just had it. The rounds yeah. were pretty seamless in between. You take the cards out, you flip those tiles over. So they're even like super awesome. There's like little bonuses for things that you do at the end of each um, round. So maybe in the first round, if you wagon more, you might get a couple more points. So that might entice you to do something there. The multi-use cards I thought were great. Uh, you really have to value the cards and make decisions on what actions um, 
and what give you like the most resources or what resources you want. Because to start the game, I only have one action or one action card that gets me. Um, I don't know if it's the music, if it's the music sheet one or a different one, but I only have one of those cards that does one action. If I immediately discard that card, I'm kind of stuck, right? Yeah. So I have to think about. All right, I want that card, but now I have to get rid of the other card. So trying to plan. Okay, well that card is the same action that I'm getting rid of, but it's a little better. So that makes sense that I might want to get rid of that one to start with. Um, so making sure you're kind of upgrading the right cards and not like sticking it to yourself by getting rid of. Oh, I should now only have one wagon card, and I'm yeah. I need to be able to wagon more, and I can't. So I loved kind of that decision making, and the better cards with the better actions on top also give you better resources at the end. Um, of each round and um, the resources were kind of cool and how you spent them there were these ones that you sort of had temporarily throughout the game um, and then there were some that you could collect that you could use permanently but they were the same they could be spent simultaneously but you lost all of them at the end of a round okay it's i don't i i don't even know like i have a like maybe a complaint here or there but the game was just so good. Wow, you just liked everything about it. Yeah, there's. <coughs> yeah, you're making me um, want to play it, man. <laughs> you know, there's some things with, you know, could could car like so the, the the market of cards has cost, right? Could you not see a card you necessarily wanted or a symbol that maybe get you more points here or there? Sure. Yeah. Um, do you do you might not have enough money to move to the wagon? You might move the wagon in a spot that I now can't do the next thing. But again, that's just playing a euro game. Someone takes your spot. Right. Yeah, like you got to figure out what to do. That's that's yeah. like the worker placement sort of conflict in there. I thought there was enough interaction between people, but not too much where I felt stuck all the time because I'm playing my nine cards. I'm not playing like oh shit, you took the candle action to take a card. Now I can't. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it all comes down to my I like that card yeah. draw. Um, a downside of that could be that, all right, you get ready for the first round. You're like, I'm first. I want that card. And you draw your four cards and you don't have the action card that lets you pick a card. So that could be like, shit, I can't do that action right now. Um, but it didn't feel like in games that you hate, like like Broom Service or um, is it Aura Labora that had the follow? It didn't feel like that. Like it didn't feel like, oh, well, now I'm just, my turn is completely yeah, fucked. You right. just had to rearrange maybe what you're doing and it's probably not like, the most important but everybody has those those moments of like oh i really wanted to wagon but i can't mm -hmm. or i had one where i wanted to wagon somewhere and then i couldn't like i bought a card and i put it in there and i was able to buy another card but in that moment i would then have to discard the card i just bought right so i was like shit i can't do that that doesn't make any sense so i just i really liked it maybe maybe i could be like oh pulling the cards in and out of the slots were annoying but like i'm not gonna fuck who'd yeah, you play it with that. and did they like it like you did yeah joe and bill both really liked it um i think bill had a little write-up on um, BGG that he was kind of like, yeah, the th we don't know anything about the theme, but he's like, the game is great. Joe really liked it too. Joe was like two turns in and he was like, I really like this. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> That's cool. And, and that might be, that might be the biggest complaint, but theme is almost lost on me for the most part anyway. Yeah. Same here. I, that doesn't bother me. me I'm, I'm a little disappointed yeah. only because I was interested in that theme a lot. Yeah. When I heard about it, I was like, oh, maybe actually, it would a hit theme you. I really like. You'd be like, oh, this is cool. Like maybe, you know, a little bit more about the the music scene or the composer scene and I don't and I was just like this is fucking nonsense yeah you know you call these yeah. cards something and I was like this isn't going to make any sense to me so I need to call them something else these are like these are your symphony cards and if you want to play a symphony or sell them this is what you do yeah. and that's not what they're called but that's what I call them because if when I explain this game to Devin because I think she'll really like it I'm not going to call them opus cards you know right. but if I'm not getting into the theme it was just it felt like nonsense yeah a little bit 
but I don't give a shit because everything I was doing was just so fun and so awesome and upgrading those cards and multi-use cards is so great. Hell yeah, multi-use cards are the best. The area majority was cool. It didn't feel like you were boned ever. Um, I think Bill got out to a really like far lead and Joe and I both kind of caught up. I think Joe ended up winning. Wow. So it didn't feel like we were out of it in yeah. the game. Yeah. Right, even um, though you felt like you were behind yeah i thought there were some different strategies i i went heavy on some end game points and i ended up scoring a lot more end game points than they did they were ahead of me at the end of the game before <laughs> i totaled those i don't know and maybe a second play it'll it'll fall or it'll just be as awesome but man the first play this is this and carnegie are in the running for my favorite 2022 games Ooh. so maybe in the next episode that's big that might be my nominee. There are so many good games that came out this year. Yeah. This might be one of the best years that I can remember in a long time for games that, yeah. for me personally, well, are like a lot of games high that on my list. list. Do you think a lot of games that were kind of got held up <clears throat> because of COVID came out this year? I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I have no idea because games still can be coming out. Yeah, yeah in I know. 2021, 2020. And this, so, you I, know, because I, that's true. Well, I do not know. We're, we're going to have probably two essentials from 2022 right. in here pretty soon. Yeah. And those games are. Those are on it. Like those are lighter. Um, Guild of Merchant Explorers is one, and then uh, should we like spoil the next one? But no, no, no Guild no, of Merchant Explorers is one. But that one's like that's a forty-minute, like kind of lighter game. This at least can give you more of like a a little bit of heavier game feel. Sure. It would yeah. feel like you played Castles of Burgundy or Amerigo, and you're like, you know, I got a game in an yeah, hour. Yeah, or like and Carnegie. Half. Or like Carnegie, yeah. and man, it was just I don't know. I loved it. Four Damn, up. you're hyping it up, making me want to play it, man. Lacrimosa, <laughs> play like crazy. My Devere. Bingo. Sweet. <laughs> well, every year for Gen Con, we make that list I talk about every time I talk about a game from Gen Con. And number 12 on that list for me this year was a game by Smirk and Dagger that sadly wasn't at the convention. I was so pumped for this one, and when it wasn't there, I was pissed off at Natalie about it because I have to take my misguided rage out on someone. You have your hand in the air? Yes, <laughs> my lady? What? It, you said Smirk and Dagger, but I, the box says Smirk and Laughter. So, so, okay, the company is Smirk and Dagger, but they have like a little, like a lighter games line uh, and that like lighter line is is uh titled smirk and laughter i see okay. right. i have a suggestion for them yeah their their company should just be called smirk <laughs> yeah yeah and then they have their dagger line and they have their and their laughter, laughter line, line. Yeah, yeah it is because confusing confusing <clears throat> it is confusing it, it, people don't know the difference but yeah, like, it's like a family why does it list this publisher as smirk and laughter but i thought they were smirk and da yeah it's 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 yeah. confusing yeah, but I that's saw basically that what the box it is and i was like i've heard of smirk and dagger but this is smirk I, was like, mm -hmm. I meant to ask you about it but i forgot yep now you know well many months later it finally came out to the public like anderson cooper and this cute little game <laughs> oh is called anderson booper <laughs> in oh. boop to play <laughs> It's actually called Boop. Just I just said Boop. In Boop. Said, <laughs> I said Boop. In Boop. Say Boop. <laughs> I said Boop. Boop. Betty Boop. In Boop. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even saying a word anymore. He went to log Boop and he... Stop and he's, saying Boop. You Why said, this so she weird? She said two times. You said Boop. <laughs> he went to log Boop and he was like, I played a I played Betty Boop chess or something. It was be It's called Betty Boop Checkers. Oh, and then checkers. it said, and then it said in parentheses, AKA Checkers. Oh, just regular checkers. I know. So the regular checkers in Board Game Geek is logged under Betty Boop Checkers. Oh. In Boop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In Boop, two players are trying to be the first to get three of their cat meeples in a line. 
either diagonally or orthogonally. Simple, right? Wrong. It's so fucking difficult, you idiots. <laughs> At the beginning of the game, you have eight kitten meeples and eight chonker cat meeples, but you are only allowed to use the kitten meeples at first. All you do on your turn is you take one of those kitten meeples and place it anywhere on the board. And the board is like this fishbone comforter made of like this cloth over foam. And it sits on the bottom of the box and simulates a little bed that the cats are jumping on. It sounds like cuteness overload, but really it's just wooden pieces on an upside down box. Okay, so this comforter is really a six by six grid. And like I said, on your turn, you simply take one of your kittens and place it in any square of this grid. If you placed that kitten adjacent, diagonally or orthogonally, to any other kitten, that kitten gets booped away one square. Boop. If there are two kittens in a row and you place a kitten on the end of that row, the adjacent kitten does not get booped away because it's blocked by another kitten that's right next to it. The goal is to make lines of three. As soon as you make a line of three kittens, all those kittens come off the bed, are removed from the game, and are now replaced with three cats that you can begin placing on your next turn. Thematically, it's like the movie Gremlins. Instead of water duplicating gremlins, lines of kittens magically age into cats, just like real life. Very cool. Um, remember, to win the game, you need three cats in a row. The thing about the cats is that when they're placed on the bed, they will boop everything, but kittens cannot boop them. So the game starts to develop into acquiring cats and then placing them on the bed and using your remaining kittens in clever ways to manipulate the board and set yourself up for a line of three, which again, just like real life, everyone knows is a winning formula. So things I liked about this game. I mean, there's no doubt this is a Ryan James-ass game here. It's yes. a very abstract strategy, shobu-type experience. Uh, which is also Smirk and Dagger, it's ex it's insanely tactical. It's basically tactics, the board game. You can have a strategy, but the ability to mess with and be messed with is almost 100% guaranteed every turn. Your opponent can almost mess with anything you throw at them with ease. So the game is really about seizing opportunity that comes from something you didn't expect. I have plans of what I'm going to do and what I want, but Natalie invariably ruins that every time it's her turn, and so then you're forced to pivot and find winning situations out of this new mess that has been created. And it's wonderful. I like that. Um, uh, I like that about most of these types of, of abstract strategy games. What's the move in this mess that sets me up for victory? How can I find it before she does? What cool way can I arrange my cats that make it look like I want to do this, but really I'm hoping Natalie does this so I can get that W? The components are fine. The little cats are cool looking, and the bedspread comforter thing is a nice touch. It's got a pretty chintzy feel, though, overall, kind of. There's nothing to it. Like, if you if you picked up the box, it would feel like it's empty. What's the what's the price point? It was 30 bucks. Okay. MSRP. Isn't it just, like, a blanket? And it's literally yeah, cat. sixteen cat meeples, because and the blanket is just to be cute. Yep, you don't be, need it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just also, a grid. Yeah, it's the just blanket a is, is a cool way of having grid. You could just have a the grid because could just be it's printed on the, on the back box. of the box. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It is cool, right? Um, but it's it's but it it's, could be just as cool and be twenty dollars and less. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, I it it could definitely be half the price given the components you get. It's nothing. Yeah. So things I didn't like. Um, more than most games I've played like this, this one has a feeling of, oh my God, this is just never going to end. Yeah. The box says 20 minutes. And if you're playing with someone who sees all the moves you're making, it's going to last double that time easy. There were so many moments where I thought to myself, this could just go on for This could just go on forever. And it was kind of frustrating. I love the idea of figuring out how to make something out of nothing, but it almost got to the point where I was like, I don't know, should we just call it a draw? I set myself up, you mess with it. You set yourself up, I mess with it. Rinse and repeat until finally I managed to get myself into a situation <laughs> where there was nothing you can do and I win. Yep. And I, I kind of lucked into that. 
overall, I enjoyed Boop. I don't think it's going to compete with other games I enjoy in the space like Shobu or Santorini, games that already don't get enough playtime that I like. But I do think it's a very good game. Um, I think that the, we said it was 30 bucks. I think that's kind of expensive, weirdly to say, and that's not a very high price point in the board game space. But for what you get, it's literally you just get some cat meeples. Yeah. That's it. It's only cat it meeples. Be like max that's the entire 20. components of the game are the cat meeples and that little bedspread, which yeah. does not have to be there. It's right. cool and it's cute. Yeah. But I don't, when we're playing the game, you're not like, oh, wow. Oh my God. You know, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I want to just win, you know? Yeah. Um. So what do you think, Natalie? Well, this game's very Shobu like. It's hard, like you said. Well, it's just it's just sticks and twigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Rocks laughs> just stones. Because they found stones in the um, river. Yeah, I'm I'm having trouble deciding how I feel about this game because like I kind of liked it, but at the same time, it was kind of frustrating. It was just basically a tug of war game, you know. Like Ryan said, it just went on and on, you know, like oh, I got I put myself in a situation where I could win next turn, but I know Ryan's just gonna make that not happen so then that's what he does and then i just keep yeah, trying and he does the you. same oh, my, block you. Block exactly you have to be more clever i guess yes we don't know how I mean, to it's do our that first yet, sure. you know play, yeah the more you play it maybe you figure out ways to like set yourself up kind of it reminds me of like when you play tic-tac-toe and you set yourself up in that position where no matter where the person puts their next <clears throat> you're gonna win spot you're right. gonna win because you have two spots to win that's basically what happened we just played and played and played until Ryan got in a situation like that where I couldn't there mess was nothing with him because she could do. if I did this, then he could still win over here. Or if I did this, he could still win over here. You know? Or that you were just sick of playing. <clears throat> but it's really hard. Right. I, or I, mean, I just like let, you know, one of us lets the other It's really difficult to, to set yourself up in that situation because your opponent sees everything you're doing and they can see what everything does. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I mean. That's why I'm saying if you're playing with somebody who's at least paying attention to the moves you're making, mm-hmm. they're going to almost be able to counteract every single thing you do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but and then, yeah, same thing. The box says it takes 20 minutes, but it took us about an hour, I'd say. Whoa. Just because that's what we were just going back and forth and none of us were willing to just give up. Yeah. You know, so it just I don't know how it would take 20 minutes unless somebody like knew exactly how to like outmaneuver the yeah, other you'd person have to just like, right I'm, I'm sure if we played with the designer they'd probably destroy yeah. us i'll bet you know yeah, it's one of those games right, where i'm sure they know we'll see like, the depth the more we play it to do yeah but we were just kind of just guessing you know doing what we thought made sense and it, that's just how long it took us because it felt like you said it felt like it was never gonna end and then suddenly we were like oh you're just gonna win you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah um yeah and then you probably saw that even before the move was made yeah like once i made my previous turn i was like i think now i'm in a situation where it doesn't matter what she does and i'm not gonna just say that like yeah, i win huh you know yeah. so she's sitting yeah. there kind of like looking and i'm like i'm pretty sure no matter no matter where she goes on this entire board she's gonna because you boop cats right so when she puts a cat down to try to block me to push cats away she'd be pushing cats into a winning position for me mm-hmm. no matter where she went yeah that was like what it was yeah. right um so i mean yeah it was it was hard for a game that looks like it's a cutesy little kitty game about kid kitties on a bed a cutesy kitty game by kitties. <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know i i don't know how i think what i think about it it was all right Perfect. I'm it was glad. okay it's good that you have um, that it opinion is very on cute, our podcast though. the cats are cute the yeah. bed's cute we want your opinion yeah but 
Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. The jury's still out. The jury's still out. You'd play it again. I feel like yeah, I would play it again. I feel like I wish I like. I wish when I played it again, I like had an idea of like, okay, I, I'm gonna try like a strategy, but I don't know. The rule book <laughs> says to try to position your cats into an L. Yeah. Well, even that's hard because I every try, time you put a cat down, it pushes well, the cat listen away to this. from it. I was going to do that. And then as I was doing it, be like, this is what the rule book says. Try to do this. Every time I tried to even remotely set it up, you'd block me. And so I'm like, I can't even do it if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, and I purposely didn't tell you. I was going to tell you when it happened. Yeah. And it didn't even happen. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's Boop by that's Smirk boop. and Laughter. Boopity boop. Yeah. Good game. Betty boop. It was a good game. So checkers. Betty Boop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just Betty, Betty Boop checkers. It's a good game. I liked it. Yeah. What do you got, Jeff? What else? I have another game that we played as Natalie was eating her whole pizza. Um, <laughs> this game from 25th century game called Gartenbau. 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 Which is what language? I th- it's German. German? Deutsch. German. Auf Deutsch. Apparently it means horticulture. Apparently. Okay, oh, so is it that what it means? Did you look it up? I think so. Unless I looked it up incorrectly. But yeah, I think so. We'll, Garten- we'll go with that. Gartenbau. Gartenbau. So that's G-A-R-T-E-N. Garten. Yeah, Garten. B-A-U. Garten-Bau. I know Garten is garden, I think, but... Yeah, the bowel must change it yeah, into something else. Yeah, when I when you when I so I do garten in German to English, and it, it translates in English to garden. Once I add the bowel, it, it goes to it goes to horticulture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is 25th century. This 25th century is also um, a publisher that I love, um, th- especially when you know Green Team wins was just fucking yeah. awesome. What up, and, Chad? And Chad yeah, is great. Chad. And I I was really excited about this game because it's it's pr- it might be their biggest box. Um, this oh, was yeah. kind of their big box, like literally their they biggest have, like, box, yeah, like their largest games. box. Yeah, I don't know if this was purposeful, but they, you know, they have um, again kind of smaller code name shaped sizes. Right. Tutankhamun's yeah. kind of a smaller yeah. one. Um, so this was a, this was looked like a, a normal big kind of square box. So 25th century again, garden bow. Players are gardeners or horticulturalists or something, something. Okay, doing something with flowers and the seeds. I I'm not, I just want to start. I'm, this is going to be my uh, prose as well, but I love the the box cover of this game yeah it's there really something, good looking. is it like yeah. what did you pleasant. call it it was like it was like on a canvas or like it was almost like it's like yeah aged sort of yeah it was like on, really it looked, good it looked, it seemed like it was on canvas on the yeah. front it says like there's some sort of like a festival of like in like 1898 and i think that art fit that it seemed cool like you look at it yeah. and you kind of want to play timey, this yeah um, timeless um like flower pictures Old timey flower pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah the OTP, but not like the bathroom wallpaper from the like, <laughs> no, 70s. No, not type. like ugly, but just like, yeah, artsy. Non ugly. Yeah. Non ugly. Yep. Oh, right, right. Anti ugly. Opposite of ugly. Right. So there, there's also, so the board is a big gigantic God, babe, so flower, a yellow flower with petals on it. Okay. Yep. It's, yes. I don't know what, it's not a sunflower, but it's something. It's yellow. And what's, okay, what's weird oh, about this yellow. board, and not weird, but I think it's actually kind of, it's in two pieces. The two pieces click together. And depending on if you're playing with two, three, or four people, you use different sides of that board, but they still click together to the same. It creates different amount of spaces around this flower. Yeah. Interesting. It's cool. It also makes for, because certain, every game that you play has two players. It's like, don't use this or block off this space. This two-sided board technology um, (laughs) has allowed for the board to look uniform and Mm -hmm. look kind of really nice as you're playing it. So. Anyway, and you didn't have to be like just yeah like you yeah, said, oh, skip don't that use one, that or part. that's not there yeah. or there's some goofy thing blocking it 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 kind of added to it so uh, board is a flower with petals there are seed tiles that are on these petals okay there are now plant tiles that are next to the board 
that you can buy. And then you have flower tiles in your hand. Are you with me? Yep. Yes. Seeds on the board, plants next to the board, flowers in your hand. Seed, plant, flower. Seed, plant, plant. Flower. Seed, plant, plant. Super flower. Okay. You are getting these tiles from the petals through this kind of rondelle movement. Okay. You're moving clockwise around there. You can go to the next open space. If you skip a space, you got to pay some shit. And that's kind of like rondelli movement. Yep. Um, instead of getting the seed tiles, you could move you could move it over slightly you could go to a slightly different spot and you could get the plant tiles or you can use the the tiles from your hand which are the flower tiles so um whenever you place a tile you're actually placing it into your own personal garden bow okay everything was everything's garden bow everything's garden bow so you're placing your own area think of any tile placing game you've ever played in your life ever you have your own personal tableau building um but this now has seeds plants and flowers so the first layer of your tableau are only the seed tiles. Those are the only ones that go touching the table. They're seed tiles. Whenever you buy a plant tile, they must go on top of specific seed tiles. So if you want the red flower, it's got to go over two red spots on your seeds. Yep. Or if you want the green flower, it's got to go on two greens. Or it can go on a, a yellow and a, a yellow blue because that makes green. green. Um, <laughs> and then when placing your flower tiles, those have to go on top of the plant tiles, which would be your third level. Got it? Got it. Yes. Got it, listeners? Okay. You play until some of the tiles runs out and you get points. You basically look down at your tableau and you get points for what's visible and you only get points for the plant tiles, which are the second level, and your flower tiles, which are the third level. And the flower tiles all kind of score differently. Again, like the vast majority of um, tile, tile placement games. games. Yep. And uh, we played with the basic tiles which scored a little easier. There are um, some more advanced tiles that literally are kind of like all the other um, tile placement games where a lot of it looks at adjacency or looks at what's on the board and what's not on the board and what's outside. Okay. Um, I like tile laying games. That's something that I enjoy doing. I like um, between two castles, quadruples. I like these types of games where I'm building something in my own tableau. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So that had this going for it. Koi. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, man, that game was good. Too. That was That's good. Century. Yeah. Um, fish, flowers—they got all the rocks, yeah. nature things. Yeah. Rocks, dragonflies. There's dragonflies in this too. Dragonflies in this. And so, what I liked—I um, thought the rondelle was a decent way to get tiles. Um, I liked that uh, you could skip over. So Natalie was in a spot. It, I did, I couldn't go there. I had to go to the next one. That reminded me of Ishtar. Um, just straight up, just kind of blocking that thing. But you could also sort of delay that and drop down and buy something else and then wait for Natalie to leave that spot so then I could go there. I did that a few times. I enjoyed. Um, I like the puzzle of where to place my tiles to do the best thing possible. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to take some of Ryan's points or Natalie's points. Um, but I also like that there are like these advanced tiles that are in the box that create because so the tiles that we played with were the beginner tiles. We all had very similar tiles. Um, we all were looking for our flowers to almost be the same thing. Our yeah. flowers all gave us 16 points here, 20 points here, this kind of points here. Um, I like that it gives you this variability of adding. Now, you know, Ryan's looking to make these holes in his in his thing. I'm looking to make, you know. <clears throat> lines of of the same purple which would kind of change maybe the objectives of what we're all kind of going for um on the downside i don't know if anything was really overly exciting about the game as you were playing it um i i know i'm, I'm again not trying to steal some of Natalie's points because she made a very good one i'll chime in with later i would say 
if I'm picking between a game like this and like Acropolis, which I also think has this cool like stacking on top of thing, I'm picking Acropolis because of the, I'm sorry, Natalie. Because it's okay. Of, because of the time. I think this game took maybe 20 minutes too long. Um, I was ready for it to be done maybe like four or five turns before it was done. And I think that might've been the tension that it lacked. We're like, oh shit, yeah. it's about to end. And I wanted that tension. Um, did the game not like, is it not supposed to have the tension? It's supposed to be more family friendly. Maybe would it have the tension with the advanced tiles? Maybe. Um, but I think it falls for me in that good, not great category. I'm happy to play it when it's there, but I don't know if I'm going to reach for it a ton. If Joe had Acropolis, I might play that because it takes 40 minutes instead of, or 30 minutes instead of an hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, should we go clockwise or should we go to Natalie because we steal all our points? No way. Okay. Here I go. That's rude. Sorry, babe. Love you. <laughs> um, sounds like you don't. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I don't. Sorry. So sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I rude. liked this game. I, I The whole time I was playing it, I said this a few times as I was playing the game too, I felt like I knew what I was going to do for the almost the entire game. That's not a... It wasn't like... Yeah, you did say that. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's funny. I was I like, know, you're like, I know my. I was kind of like, I, can't, I I want my turn back. And the second was my turn. I was like, did my thing, took my stuff, and it was, I'm just ready for my next turn. I know. I feel like I took like 30 seconds on a turn. I was like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I felt like I knew within one point one second the entire game what I was gonna do, um, and I was kind of excited about that at first because I was like, I got a plan. It's working. I'm making it, and I'm excited, and I think I'm doing really well. And I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm crushing it because everything is working out. I kind of read into it too much, probably. I think I read into the fact I was like, okay, they seem like they're kind of not sure what to do. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Crush them. Yeah. Well, not that I'm going to crush them, but I was like, I feel like I'm doing well, and it felt good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It felt good that I was doing well. And then the point that Natalie is the one that made this point um, at the end of the game. That this is why Jeff didn't want to steal our thunder. Sorry. But the we we both agree. I'm going to do it again. But it's a time. The time kind of ruined that for me because I felt like I got this awesome thing going and I did that kind of quick. I did it quicker than them and I wasn't rewarded for that because we had plenty of because time. there was so much. It was like there was almost half the game was still left and there was no way for me to like I could have, I guess, just taken tiles to try to run the game out faster. I still don't think I would have been able to do that single handedly. Yeah. You know, and I still had stuff I had to. You know, it would have it would have been. Then you wouldn't be really getting more points. Yeah, I don't know if that would have even helped me, or not. So I kind of was like, I was bummed by the end of it because I was like, well, they just fucking caught back up, and there was really nothing yeah, else you, you I could rush, do. You couldn't rush to the end. Yeah, I couldn't rush the end, and I think it, it, I would have needed to in that situation because I ran yeah. out, I jumped out, and got four of my five tiles. Yeah, the more turns out. that we were getting, the more. The more points we could have gotten with our turns than you would have in the last right. 10, probably. Exactly. Yes, I got my... Anyway, so that was kind of a bummer, and I think that has to do with the time and the, and maybe some balancing or, you know, just... Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just... Maybe it almost, it almost felt like not totally ready. Like, that should be something that be ironed out, I would think, in playtesting. Yeah. You know, like, okay, this probably doesn't feel good. Also, I, I did like the fact that you basically had a roadmap of your strategic decisions because you get these tiles, these flower tiles. And those are your basically your big ways to score points. You can also, you know, get points getting some of the later uh, plant tiles, but really your main points are coming from these flower tiles that you get at the beginning of the game. And I did like that, that 
I basically took those five tiles and I said, okay, what are the plants that I need to get these to right. put out? Yeah. So then I'm going to go for the, the seeds, seeds that, that get me those plants. Right, so and that was, know and that was my roadmap. And yeah. that's just what I did. That was why my turns didn't take on because I just followed this plan. I was like, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to get these ones, get this and get this. And I enjoyed the mechanisms of doing that. I wasn't bored, even though my plant, my turns were like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I wasn't bored. That rondelle mechanism that Jeff talked about, I enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, it worked fine. I, it was weird a little bit, but I liked it. Yeah. You know, like going, I don't know how it made thematic sense, but it was, it was really, I liked it. It was fun. I liked the idea that you could not always get what you wanted because you could only go one further, but you could leapfrog if you're right behind people. Yeah. And you could spend resources to get a little further if you wanted to. Or even you could, if you didn't want like a seed tile, you could just go to that spot anyway and get resources. To right. And you out. can get some resources. Right. Um, yeah, there was always kind of something to do. It, I never felt like, well, this turn is just a complete bust. I didn't feel like that at all. Because mm-hmm. at the very least, you can take a tile. And that's always going to be, you know, potentially something that can, ha- uh, you know, affect what you do later in the game. Yeah. Um, so I did enjoy the mechanisms of it, but I think it gave me these, the feeling of this game called um, Energy Empire. It's a uh, Manhattan Project. Yeah. Manhattan Project Energy Empire. I might have played it with you. Yeah, I think once. It was the same thing where I enjoyed the game a lot, but you could do every fucking thing you wanted to in that game. And by the end of it, you, you, you're like, your last few turns are like, um, okay, I, I don't know, I guess I'll go here and get a point and i hate yeah. that in games almost more than anything tension is it's probably hard to do in a design right. i'm sure but yeah. that is probably the most favorite thing in a euro game that i want in a euro game is tension i want to i want that feeling of like fuck i only have three turns left i have six things i need to do how can i either be super super clever and figure out a way to get it all done at the very last second, or which one of these things do I pick? Mm-hmm. And that's where the best, and this game didn't have that because of that, I think of that timing issue that happened in it. So I agree with Jeff. Good, not great. I liked it. I didn't love it. If someone brought it out and said, hey, look, I want to play Garten Bau, I'd be like, okay, cool. This is fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would ever reach for it personally. What do you think, Natalie? Uh, I really like the look of this game. Um I liked the process of stacking from seed to plant to garden. Mm. Um, I liked the puzzle and the flexibility that you had on every turn. Uh, The turns were super quick, so there was hardly any downtime at all. Um, But the same as you guys, I thought it was good, not great. There was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't really get excited about it. And then, yeah, the only negative was the length. Um, I think there just weren't enough different things to do. To justify the length, as far as like, I don't know, if eventually you're just doing the same stuff. Right, for an it's the exact hour. same thing the entire game. But the other interesting thing is, kind of like you said with the tension, the the thing I found interesting was that there seemed almost like a natural stopping point that all three of us felt, but then it didn't stop. You know what I mean? And so like yep. it's weird because you'd think that if this was like play tested people would have kind of felt that and then done something with it maybe or maybe like jeff said maybe that wasn't their intention with this game for it to feel like tight 
you know or like like you have to hurry up and yeah. get what you can done can get done in that time i guess but like when i was playing it i was i had this like feeling like okay i want to get these three things finished before time runs yep. out and so i was almost like feeling like i don't know why and just in my head i was like okay this is naturally right, how it feels like it's gonna to end and then i did all those things and yeah like you said it was probably only half over i was yep. like oh like now what do i do well and then yeah my okay last i'll do this i'll do this we're taking tiles to make like holes to increase yep i was making yeah. holes, trying and to make holes like, and then just getting more my dang, color that's kind of bullshit yeah yeah you so know? i don't know there's um one thing i just kind of read on board game geek was that this person again i don't i'm not a huge fan of house ruling things what they did is they just they eliminated two tiles off of the top of each of the piles. Okay. Like so, then, mm-hmm. then you're, you're yeah. Getting so you to could easily faster. just make it shorter. So that's a by remedy, doing that. but again, I, I don't. Yeah, you I don't want love them remedying, to, Yeah, well, are we missing something? Or yeah, um, you know, could it? Because it did not take an hour because we were slow. Because our turns were like I felt like yes. it was like a minute. May, maybe I even less. I didn't even place my tile before it was my turn again. Yeah, exactly. Because like, it was yeah. like I'll take resources, resources. Right. right. So yeah, I th- you know I think there's room. You know, if the game dis- if the game gets a lot of love, which I th- I think it will because it's beautiful and and people like tile placing games and it's yeah. light and it's no, accessible. and it to is a lot of it's people. solid. And, oh yeah, mechanically. So if it gets a lot of love, I'm mechanically it's if, very solid. Could you bring an expansion into it to, you know, to make it a, like. For an hour, do I want it to be a little more complex? Yeah. Is there? And maybe it gets you know, that way with the uh, with the, the, advanced, the yeah. advanced tiles. Yeah, those are a little different, but it still be the same time frame. But does yeah. it feel better because those are harder to achieve? Yeah, maybe there's different. Right. Maybe it's more difficult. Um. So I, yeah, I'm happy to. I'm like 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 you said. I'm I'm happy to play it again. I think if we play it again, or even if I play it at game night, I'm just gonna have the advanced ones. I'm yeah, for gonna, sure. Yeah. Not, not bother the with the basic. Yeah, I'm just gonna jump right into that one. Um. But yeah, like. I, th- I think we're all on like it's solid. Right. Play it if play it if it's in your game library somewhere. Give yeah. it a shot. If you yeah. like ti- um, if you really like tile placement games, maybe you'll like this a lot right, better than we like do. Garden yeah. games we like and... tile placement games a lot, and it was, it was good for yeah. that reason. It was solid. Yeah, I did. Bow. I also like Natalie's point. The stacking was fun. That was cool. yeah. yeah. Stacking the seeds. It's cool that you're like the okay, plants on top of the seeds so and the flowers. This and you get this. So it wasn't yeah. just like a straight up like tile placing. Yeah, like, just it was like gigantic. You had like a whole thing you had to go through. Yeah, it was cool. Cool. All right. For those of you who don't know, and all of you who do, one of my favorite things to talk about is a long dead CCG called Star Wars Destiny. I've chased the Star Wars Destiny feeling throughout my gaming journey and found it this year with Maria somehow. One's a CCG, (laughs) one's a CDG. I guess it makes sense. But I've always looked for the next collectible card game that's able to have play after play racked up and just something that's completely consumed me as Star Wars Destiny did for its entire run. I tried Keyforge. I tried Flesh and Blood, you and both Pokemon. of those. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried <laughs> Pokemon, no. and both those just really fell flat, or didn't do it for me in the same way. Well, at Gen Con a couple years ago, we visited Justin Gary, head of Stoneblade Games, in his hotel room. I remember that. He answered the door in a white robe, yep. cinched tightly enough that we couldn't see everything, but loosely mm-hmm. enough that we couldn't look away. <laughs> Kenny G on in the background, wine in hand, as he motioned for us to enter. Oh, that's a lie. He's a great, respectable person oh who is nothing but gracious and appropriate. Uh, it's just what we were all expecting, I think, when we went up to that hotel room to meet him. <laughs> anyway, he yep. showed us a bunch of iterations of Ascension, as well as a new CCG called Soul Forge Fusion, which immediately reminded me of Keyforge, which immediately turned me off. I didn't really think about it again until this Gen Con when it was officially released. I didn't buy any and immediately regretted it. So I pre-ordered a bunch of it right afterwards and it finally showed up. 
Also, my hype for it was heightened by friend of the show, Matt Cousineau, who has started a podcast for Soul Forge Fusion called The Fifth Cycle. Check that out anywhere you listen to podcasts. So I thought that might give you a little floner. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I was kind of like, ooh. Because he's, he's like, he has a... He's a heavy floner. For oh, he's got he's got a raging, raging boner, boner. I would say he's, he's for this game, from floner to boner. He is yeah. He is much much. Yeah. He is constant rager. Yep. <laughs> um, he's been chatting with me about it, and the juices have been a flow. And my pre order finally showed up, and the hype is real. And so is Soulforge Fusion the next Star Wars Destiny? Dun, dun, dun. In Soulforge Fusion, players are characters in whatever universe this is acting out, some theme that doesn't really matter, or make me feel anything <laughs> to try and kill the other player. Basically, there's really cool artwork and monsters and stuff on cards, yep. and you're playing them to try to kill your opponent. The game is interesting for a number of reasons. First of all, like Keyforge, when you buy this game, you get a deck of procedurally generated material. The decks are all unique. No two decks are the same yet they are all supposedly balanced in a way that should be playable. Unlike Keyforge, when you buy a deck, it's really a half deck. The way this game works is you fuse, fusion, two half decks together to create the deck you're going to play with. So kind of like Smash Up. So if you know Smash Up, you take like the ninjas and the and the turtles. And you mix them up. And you, get ninja you, and the you take the boy pizza and the girl pizza. <laughs> so it's smash up you take like the zombies and ninjas and you put them together in one yeah. deck and you have like the zombie ninjas and you're playing with them right. okay this game works in a similar way you can put any two decks together provided that they are different factions and so the combinations of decks you can make are astronomical due to the procedural generation of it the way the game works is you start with a deck of 60 cards each half deck has 30 the thing is there are only 20 unique cards in each deck uh, in each full deck because each card has two stronger copies of itself. So you start the game with those 20 unique cards, 10 from each deck, in your starting like starting deck of cards. They're all the level one copies. At the start of each game, you draw five cards. Whoever has the forge, which is just a way of saying who goes first, chooses and plays one of their five cards from their hand. It's either a creature or a spell. If it's a creature, it goes out onto the playmat, and the playmat's divided into these five columns or lanes, each with a spot in the front and a spot in the back. If you have the forge, or if you go first, the card that you play goes in the front spot of whatever lane you choose. If you don't have the forge, the card goes into the back spot. If you play a spell card, it just activates and then immediately gets removed from the game. Regardless of what card you played, though, the moment you play it, you go and you find the second level copy of that card in the cards that you are not playing with and place that in your discard pile. Once the first card you played is removed from the game, either by it being a spell that activates or by a creature being killed, it's completely gone from the game, and now the upgraded copy of it is in your discard pile. Once you run out of cards, you shuffle your discard pile up to make a new deck of 20, and now your deck is stronger because the same cards are always in it and it will always be a 20-card deck, but depending on which cards you decided to play in the previous rounds dictates the shape of that particular game because you only get to play two cards out of five each turn. So it's really only eight cards out of 20 you're going to play each round. So you need to decide wisely which ones are worthy of being upgraded and which ones you want in the late game. The upgraded versions are much more powerful than their lower-level counterparts. For instance, you might play a creature that does five damage and has three health. And when it comes into play, it immediately deals three damage to your opponent. Its level two counterpart might have seven damage and five health and deal five bonus damage. And then the level three just builds upon that. It's a really interesting system, if not a little fiddly. So things I liked about this game. 
This game is really cool. There's a lot to like about it and a lot to sink your teeth into. Card combinations and synergies and which cards to play based on what your opponent has done versus what your overall strategy wants to be of the deck you made. There's a lot of tactical decision making in this game that I really enjoy and a lot of strategic opportunity that are fun to try out and see if they work. Games move quickly like they did in Star Wars Destiny, which I also really enjoy. You can get through a game in like 20 minutes, which Boop you know, says to me. <laughs> Quicker if things go wrong and longer if things go right. And it's a lot of fun to figure that out, especially if things aren't going well. The smash-up system thing is really cool, as, as is the procedural generation of the decks, which sort of eliminates the back-end deck building which I did love about Star Wars Destiny, but it also just seems really daunting to me nowadays. I like that you can just buy a booster, it comes with four half decks, you smash two of them together and see what happens. Things I don't like. So I'll start with some really weird things. There's some weird things about this game. When you purchase it, you can either buy boosters or the starter set. You have to get the starter set pretty much to play, as it comes with these two playmats, which you don't need, but are also kind of necessary, two forge cards, health and damage tokens, and minion cards that a lot of cards reference. If you don't have the starter set, it's going to be pretty difficult to play the game without that stuff, right? But here's the weird part. The starter set doesn't come with the rules. Um, yeah, you have to go online to find the rules. They didn't bother to print more. a basic <laughs> rule book. So if you go to the store and say, hmm, what's this game? Soul Forge Fusion. And you bring it home, you're going to open it up and be like, What? How do I play this? On the back of the box, there's a QR code that takes you to the Stoneblade website that eventually takes you to the rules. But how fucking stupid is that? Imagine That's every board. Imagine if every board game you bought didn't come with a rule book. It was all just online. That's annoying. It's like what? And they don't tell you that. It's just you have to like discover that on the back of the box. Like oh, how, like oh god, did I not get like, rules? Why wouldn't it? honestly? Yeah. The only why games that I've gotten that, paper. that don't have rules like that are games that are like going to Kickstarter or preview copies or. Or, so, and then a lot of times I'll even get copies that are like they staple the rules. Like it's not paper. They print yeah, it and send it to me. Right. But this is like a finished the product. The only thing That's I can annoying. think of is with CCGs like this. Star Wars Destiny is, you know, really the only other one I've played. But Magic is similar too. There's constant errata happening. So my guess maybe is if they print out a version of the rules and then by the next set or even by the first set being play tested, shit changes now you have an incomplete yeah. rule book. And so if you go online, it will always did be Star a Wars living. Star Wars Destiny have rule books? Star Wars Destiny did come with rules. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I, it's weird. They should have yeah, just given know, you a very basic I know the structure. world is full of internet, but you're also like, I don't want to say alienating some people, but like, don't, ma don't make you people are. do an extra step. Right. It's and like, that's, and you don't know that going in. Yeah. It doesn't say like on the front of the box, like no rules. Make sure you go online. It's like you have to like kind of discover it. Yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, just really it, it was weird. I kind of thought it was ick yeah. in that I did not like that. Um, also, there's some fiddly things about the game that kind of bum me out. So I didn't explain a ton about how the game works, but basically you're putting creatures into lanes to either fight other creatures or fight your opponent. When two creatures are opposed to each other in the same lane, they fight. But if my creature does three damage to you and you have five health, you have to track that health somehow, right? Because it's just on the card. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you don't just, you can't keep it all in your head because you might have like five cards out and you know all this, you need to keep track of how much damage you have. The starter kit comes with these flimsy little square counters to track health and damage and modifiers. And it is, no, they're squares. Mm -mm. Yeah. Are they? Yes. You asked. You actually were like, why are these squares? 
She doesn't remember. <laughs> it was just yesterday. She's like, why are these squares? It doesn't matter. Everything before the pizza. <laughs> Either way. That's pre-pizza. BP. Okay. That's BP. Okay. That's the, yeah, that's the Why couldn't it be just like Star Wars days. Destiny where like if you got hit, you put that much like hit on you. Yeah, like And then you can easily counters. do the the yeah. math but like this was so stupid fiddly confusing <laughs> you could have five cards at one time and each of them could be modified so that's 10 of these counters you're dealing with and it's just really not ideal you could also use dice which is a cooler way to do it for sure but that's also really fiddly and first of all you got to have like a fuck ton of extra d12s and d20s lying right, around because you got to track each card yeah and again that's just really fiddly and i i just did not like that. It's also a bit fiddly to have to constantly go through the decks of cards looking for the upgraded version of the one you just played. This doesn't annoy me as much as I thought it might when I first learned how to play, but it can be a bit frustrating if you forget. Because every yeah. time you play a card, you have to go get the upgraded version of it and put it in your discard pile. It, because at the beginning of the next round, you're going to start with 20, with 20 cards. If you don't have 20 cards, you did something wrong. Right. And so if you forget to upgrade like three cards... You're going to be like, shit, which ones did I play? Then you got to go to the pile of cards that you banished to find out what cards you played. And it's just, it could be kind of a mess. Um, it hasn't happened to me so far. I've remembered, but I have to keep reminding Natalie, you know, <laughs> well, not just because you don't, you know, it's not inherent. It's not like natural to you. But I had to be like, don't forget to get that card. You got to get that card. Don't upgrade the card. And then before we start the next cycle or the next round, I'm like, how many cards do you have? Make sure you have 20 because you got to start with the same deck the next time. So it's just like. It's just stuff like that's just kind of fiddly and yeah, annoying. I get that. But overall, I did really enjoy this game. The fiddly nature of it, the weird thing about how the rules aren't in the box, all that's goofy. But the game is still charming and fun to play. I play a card, you play a card. I play a card, you play a card, we fight. Rinse, repeat until one of us is dead. It's a fun system. And I actually hope to explore it more if Natalie will let me. So, Natalie, what did you think uh -oh. about this one? Ryan, control yourself. Uh oh. I think this is the best one of the four games like this that I played. <gasps> What you're saying, you so like this better Star than Star Wars, Wars Destiny. Destiny? Star Wars Destiny, Flesh sucks. and Blood. Flesh and Blood hated it. Keyforge. Keyforge hated it. <laughs> Star Wars Destiny, it was okay. So this is the best one of those. Whoa, whoa. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of mad at her. Nah, you should. Be. <laughs> Star Wars Destiny. <laughs> you're kind of mad at me. I said it's okay. I said I hated the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, hmm. Yeah. So this game. I thought, I agree. I thought it was a really cool system. I think the leveling up of the cards was really fun and cool. Um, it kind of made me like look forward to like the yeah, next. Yeah, getting the, the next you know, cycle. Like, Ooh, next time I'll get this and and that's even sweeter. And, you know, I don't know. It was just kind of fun. Um, I liked the, I liked the deck. I mean, we only played once. So I liked, I liked the deck I had. I thought it was easy to understand what to play because you only have five cards in your hand to choose from each round and you're only playing two of those cards. And so it's not for someone like me who doesn't play a lot of stuff like this. I liked that because it was kind of easier. Like, okay, out of these five cards, what is the best thing to play? Can of these five, are there two that I can combo to get me something sweet? And it's kind of easy to see that. You know, it's not like overwhelming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is your favorite snack, hun. Favorite snack. Yeah. So I liked that about it. Um, and I liked, you know, I think that's really cool that you can have, there's like pre-made decks and you can easily try different decks where like star wars destiny i remember i mean not that i ever created a deck in star wars destiny but i do remember us playing sometimes and you're like oh well i have we only have these 
made right now or else i'd have to like spend time making another one and i'd be like Ugh, you know <laughs> of course <laughs> for me yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> um yeah so I, I really liked all that stuff the things that i didn't like were kind of the same thing i had similar f- feelings like i did in star wars destiny of frustration mm. you know because you are just trying to kill each other that's the whole point of the game and so when things aren't you know going your way or you're just getting like hit 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 you know over and over and over again it feels bad you know so that's kind of like frustrating and even i feel like almost like is ryan surprised that i liked this because i was getting kind of pissed off yes um (laughs) he is he's surprised but and then obviously like the randomness can be a bummer like some Sometimes I'd have a hand and I'm like, oh, these work together perfectly. Or sometimes I'd have a hand and I'm like, this card's awesome, but it'll really only work out if I have this other card and I don't have it. So that sucks. Yeah. You know, and then even though I liked the deck I had, meaning like I thought the options I had were cool against Ryan's deck, it didn't really like work out great. So like at the beginning of the game. Ryan gave you the crappy deck and took the good one. (laughs) No, I mean, he I just like he so just there was like there was four together. half decks. And I was like, uh, I'll do the purple and the green. You can have the blue and the red. That's kind of how it worked. Yeah, and then, yeah. And so like the beginning, like the first half of the game, I felt like I was like hitting him, giving him a lot of damage. You know, I felt like I was like I kept up. We were kind of even, which was really fun. But then the second half of the game, I just didn't hit him once the whole second half of the game until he eventually like killed me and so like that was like super annoying because i was like just like whooping her butt there's nothing i can do i'm like trying and he's just like i I felt what she felt at the beginning i was like man we're like neck and neck i'm like this feels yeah that was awesome this feels great and then all of a sudden i was like starting to heal she couldn't hit me at all and i was just like it was like death by a thousand cuts right like every round i'm like (laughs) i hit you for five I hit you for five more. I hit you for six. Well, I hit you for eight. And then she doesn't hit me at all. Like, and I'm healing. And it's like, ooh. I think I was like complaining about it at the, at the end because so like there's five slots. And if your cards don't get killed, then they stay out. Right. And like I said, you're playing two cards each round. So if your cards stay out and then you play two more cards, you could have four cards out or five cards out. Well, all of mine were just getting killed off and Ryan's weren't. And then I kept like I was like at the end, I was joking and I was like, yeah, that's because you still had your cards and then it was your turn and you'd be like, oh, I got this. And it heals me and gives me plus 15 and plus 15 on this one, too. And then I'm like, how am I? And then meanwhile, you're just like killing all mine and there's nothing I can do because you're just adding more and more health and attack on yours and healing. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to compete with that? But besides that, I thought it was pretty fun. That's great. I'm very excited about that. I'm having so I have 20 half decks. Jeff of total I've bought uh, like four booster packs each booster comes with four half decks so that's what 16 plus the starter kit has four so I have 20 half decks I know absolutely nothing about this game I played it a few times now (laughs) but I don't still don't know anything so Matt Cousineau who's does the the fifth cycle podcast he's going to I have all my decks registered on the Stoneblade website he says he's going to go through the website and he's going to He's going to tell me what decks he thinks Create are good synergy. synergies to put together so we yeah. can play against each other and have a better time. Okay. So that's, that's cool. so we're going to so I look forward to doing that more. So that is Soulforge Fusion. Cool. Uh, Richard Garfield and Justin Gary. I mean, it's a Those pretty it's a pretty winning design team ignore. there. Yeah, by uh, Stoneblade Games. So Jeff, what else you got, man? Last one, let's talk about another 25th century game. Remember how we just talked about that? <coughs> I, I remember them. Chad. Garton Bow. Hey Chad. 
Green Team wins is amazing. Yeah, Other it is. Games are amazing. Sure. Jeff loves his fanny pack. Here's another one. My yeah. Tag is so <laughs> I think I'm just going to wear it to Next Gen Con. You should. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll wear it to Nerdfest. It's probably so convenient. Wait, oh my God, please wear it to Nerdfest. Just put nothing but like chapstick and condoms in, in no, it. No, he puts his little, he can put like pins in it or whatever. I, yeah, I'll put whatever I want. He puts his little Stickers. what in there? What is it? His little. His little pin. What bird is he? Little pins. Got him. Little pins. Take that, Jeff. I ate a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this game is called Longboard. Okay? Okay. This is by the doctor. The good doctor, Reiner Oh, Reiner is Knizia. it? Reiner Knizier. Yeah. <laughs> and Reiner Knizier, if you don't know him, uh, he's played. He's made a lot of games and played a lot of games. He's like, designed a lot. Like hundreds. He's like the um, like Gary Busey. It is. Of uh, board Gary games. Busey. <laughs> he's in thousands of movies. He's in everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But except he's he's really good at designing, and I'm not 100% sure Gary Busey's an amazing actor. But. I think Nick Nolte is the better version of Gary Busey <laughs> yeah, acting-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, Reiner Knizia game. This is a surfboard game. It's about surfboards. Penises. Yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> now, okay. They're penises. Players are building the tallest surfboards. Okay. So you have this card that is, like, kind of uh, um, for design or for looks. is like, sand. And then you're building the surfboards out of the sand. Okay, you want a tall surfboard. It's nonsense. It could be like a skyscraper. It could be a dick. Yeah, because do you want a tall surf? Is a tall surfboard inherently better than a shorter surfboard? I don't know. But it's called longboards. Come on, designer can you see Shortboard into a longboard. I don't know. It's growing from the sand. And can you grow a board? On your turn, you do two things. You can do two of these three things. The three things choose from. You pick two. You can even pick the same one twice if you want. One, add a card from the deck to your supply, which is face up. You can take a card from your supply, add it to your board. When you're adding it to your board, it's got to be equal or higher than the number that was already on the board that you had played. So you want to start with lower numbers and grow your surfboard taller to taller numbers. Mm. I mean, I mean bigger numbers, not taller. <laughs> what are taller numbers? <laughs> if you're, if you're number t- blind, what would be it's the tallest hard to tell. Number? The tallest number has got to be, for some reason, 11 seems tall. 11 to me. Se- yeah, because yeah. they stack on top of each other, like, haha, yeah. we're taller. We're and tall, then they'd be like really uh, skinny, so they even look taller. Yeah, tall fucks. Yeah, anyway. Or the last thing that you can do is you can take a card from another player's open supply, Natalie. You can steal? But you have to replace it with something that's equal. So if I took, like, an orange surfboard that was an eight from Ryan, I have to replace it with at least equal number of eight from my hand, mm. for my, my supply, okay? okay? So you do have to give them something. Okay. But, yes, you are stealing things. Your open surfboards are not necessarily yours. They're just in front of you. They're it's not the, it's yours the until you again. yeah twa. stick it into the surfboard. They're not yours into the sand. You yep. Has anyone called him Designer Kanitia yet? Oh, we are my okay. Let's, let's, should we coin that? God, look at Natalie. I know she's so <laughs> impressed. That, that pizza. So impressed. Am I getting hand stuff that tonight pizza. for that? <laughs> no, this this could be this that's could a be time I, that's a mouth stuff for the year. Oh shit! You got a really? couple more weeks left to get to. You're Auburn. right. We're close. Are you? Well, if you average about two a week. It's like four more times. Um, That's like my life is in your hands, Natalie. Designer designer Kanitia. Designer Kanitia. Yep. Yeah. So you keep going. (laughs) You keep doing this. You play cards. You add to your surfboard until you have completed. Someone has completed a certain amount of surfboards. Completed means that 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 surfboard has seven or more cards. There are some in-game objectives. There are stickers on the surfboard that count as points. You get positive points if the surfboard is a completed surfboard, and you get negative points if it's not. So if oh, I only have shit. a six-card surfboard, it's not that big. You lose all your sticker points. Ooh. Is it like bumper stickers? Like, They're kind of like cool surfboard like stickers. Ron John? Because yeah. it's like cool. Ron like, John, yeah. Yeah, what's like 
S- surfs up, dude. Isn't it like I see. It's not Ron John. Is that not what it's called? Isn't it like Juan? Ron Juan? Ron Jeremy. Ron Ron. Actually, Ron Jeremy seems no, like it Juan. might be a little more appropriate for, yeah. the, for what these so, surfboards kind of look like. So you do that. Like. So um, you got to make sure that you're, because you can keep, you can just start all these surfboards, but if you don't finish them, you lose all these points. So you have to kind of make sure you know what you're doing while you're raising these surfboards out yeah. of the sand. Sure. Okay. Thoughts about it. This game feels like designer Kinesia made it. Yes. It it's ca- like that's catching up. This is Battle Lines. This is totally. Lost Cities. This has this player interaction, this open like knowledge. Um, I love Lost Cities. This yeah, Lost is, Cities is great. This feel, this has the, the mechanism where you're playing. You have to play the cards in order. They could be equal, whatever. It's okay. Um, <sighs> it's good. Uh, but it, it feels like that. It, and it, it feels like he designed it. You're like, this is, you would play this and be like, this is one of these short Reiner PC games. Yeah. Um, designer crazy. I think it's solid. Designer crazy. It's you solid. It's quick. Him. It looks nice for what it is. Um, I I actually like that there is open information that you kind of can like check out what people are seeing. Um, it takes away a little bit of the the sneaky the sneaky thing that we do like in games where I have like ooh I'm I'm saving this this card. Yes. Um, but it also it, it you like you see you can see everything. There is no you don't feel like someone is going to beat you to the sneakiness, which. That's okay. I love the objective cards. That is something that Lost Cities doesn't have, so it adds a little bit of something there. Um, things I didn't like, and this isn't necessarily not liking it. You cannot play this game and not look at this. This game has dicks all over it. Well, I mean, a, and they're growing. This is a this is a <laughs> game about dicks, and yeah. I don't understand. Like this got through numerous <laughs> layers <laughs> of playtest. It's a surf. It's a rounded top surfboard. It looks like. I'm gonna look it up. You can't play this game and not go. These are dicks. Oh, then they're growing. These are growing. This like, is you're growing. These dicks. This game is erecting. Yeah. This is a. This is a. Game you need to have a, a seven inch cock or else you lose. Yeah. This is a penis. If game. If your cock is and not like, seven inches long, right? Is that what it is? Seven. I think seven if, cards. Seven cards. Each card is an um, inch. And it's could it be, you know, could it have been skyscrapers? That's still kind of dick like, but like. <laughs> Do you go skyscrapers and then each like maybe the one card it looks like a looks like a frame and then it's like building up? Could you made it look like that? It totally looks like a dick. It's, oh, it's dicks. You can't play it's this because, game. It's very foul. It's go, because it doesn't have the bottom dicks. of the surfboard. Right. It's, it's not like because round it's on both ends. Right. It's only round on one. Like end. the only thing it needs right. is just balls. Yeah. Like if you drew balls on the sand card, it would just be. Why does it have to grow out of the sand? Why can't you just make a long one? Yeah, why, why can't it go horizontal? Right. <laughs> why does it gotta go like, vertical? I, yeah, it's so that is that's hard to not hard. You know, that's hard. It's hard. So that's that's <laughs> if you played this game and you didn't think about penises, good for you. You are a better person than I am. But I don't want to know you because yeah, I want. I only want people to think about shit, penises when you do that. I, I don't. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gameplay stuff. If I'm playing with two people, I'm playing Lost Cities. Okay. Okay. Um, because I like Lost Cities. Yep. This gives you a little bit of Lost Cities feel um, in like three or four people, which is very cool. Um, losing your card can be annoying because you feel like it's your card. You drew it into your yeah. personal yep. thing. You also can feel sometimes that you're setting up other players, which sucks. So if you take both your actions and add a de- add a card from the the dick from the, the deck <laughs> to your supply. So I take a card, I put it in my supply. I take a card, I put it in my supply. I feel like I'm setting up Ryan, who's sitting to my left. Yeah. I feel like, oh shit, I just drew that red one. He's going to take it. I'm fucked, right? right? And now he knows what cards I need and he's not going to give me those cards, right? So what that does is it does create some moments where you don't, you shouldn't be drawing a card as your last action. 
try to set yourself up in this game where you're not taking that card last and then being like, fuck, I just, and now you're waiting three turns until it's your turn again because you just set everybody up at the table because right. they're going to take it from you. And now if Ryan takes this one, now are you setting up Natalie maybe to now take these ones and now I'm stuck with some random cards. So um, if you're playing it for the first time, don't <laughs> do not do that. Don't add the cards just like thrown in. But it's it's like a, fu- it's a fine game. There's, you're not uh, again. You're not going to play it and be like, "This is my favorite game of all time," mm-hmm. yep. unless you were like penises. Um, <laughs> I do, but this game is about penis. This is a penis game. Yeah, this is a penis game. Right, it's all dicks. Chad, I'm sorry. I love you. You're a friend, but this game is about penises. <laughs> he knows. And he, I think he's got it. He's got to fucking know. He's got to he know. Knows. So, and if you like the the designer Kanitsia's games, yes, you're gonna. This is gonna be like, I want to play it. Really, I like if you like Battle Line, you like Lost Cities, you, you like, like games penises. like Arboretum, where you try to like kind of is Arboretum designer Kinesia? No, but oh. it feels like that where you're trying to like make a pat like I'm going in consecutive numbers. I have to put them in a line. I, I can yeah. create these things. Um, those are the games that reminded me of when I played it. It's it's solid. There's but and it plays in 20 minutes, kind of like a Lost Cities does. Um, I just play the shit out of Lost Cities on my phone. Like the app is just it is a good app. It's a great app. Yeah. Um, but man, designer Kanitsia, longboard, it's kind of penis like. <laughs> extreme, extremely Sorry. penis like. It's a penis game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a penis. So, it's, it's so your rating is what? How many inches do you give it? Um, I give it a. Out of, out of 12. I give it an out of 12. Like, yeah, out of 12 like inches. From zero to twelve inches. Yeah, how many inches is it? Really? It's like a good. It's like a seven and a half. Wow, that's a, okay. That's pretty. It's pretty girthy. That's a pretty bulbousy size review. <laughs> well, yeah, because you need the seven cards, so I figured that <laughs> yeah. would be <laughs> beautiful. So, uh, longboard by that's twenty fifth century games. Yeah. The Gamecasters are hosting a convention. Yes, NerdFest is now open to the public and admission is completely free. Simply head over to eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. There you will find all the information you need to get registered and hopefully pumped up for the con. So we would love to have you on January 13th, 14th, and 15th to play games and laugh along with us all weekend long. Once again, the website is eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server 
It's now the time of the show where we get to hear how messed up your minds are for a change in this episode's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. All right, put your pizzas down. It's time for the Instagram inbox. <laughs> <I'm okay. laughs> that was me chewing a pizza. All right, this is like when we do the three-minute game. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to this. This is going to be my new thing. Okay. Ask us a question. I got it. We'll answer it. I like it. Or we'll half answer it, or I'll ignore it on the show live. Man, to be ignored by Jeff the Mad Board Gamer Boom. live on the show. Wow. Wow. Here we go. That would feel so good. This is Ask Us Anything. Let's see what people want to know about us. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is from Daniel Bundesen over in Sweden. Oh, what is up? Oh, yes. Okay, remember we talked about him? Yep. What's up, DBS? Now. Yeah, it's Daniel Bundinson, the Swede. Yeah. It almost sounds <laughs> like he kind of said the, the threed, like the third. The threed. He's the threed. <laughs> Question number one, Belgium or Sweden? Threed. Sweden for sure. Oh, Sweden. Well, let's, okay, now. Yeah, we don't, you're right. There are a lot of Belgium listeners oh, out we there. We have Belgium listeners. We, we got don't want to alienate fans. them. So if you're a Belgium listener out there, you need to get a hold of us because Daniel He's is winning. rallying the He's Swedes against you. They're winning right now. Yeah. So, because Belgium was ahead of Sweden. How close are they geographically? Belgium's up there Pretty next close. to the ne- next to the Netherlands. Ooh, with those Pretty waffles. Close. And then <laughs> get those waffles. Wait, wait, so that's what you're. Well, yeah, but Sweden's got like Swiss really cheese. pretty people. <laughs> Not yeah. that Belgium doesn't have pretty people, I don't think. But they got the waffles. But I feel like when you think of Sweden, you're like, I just want to bang yeah, everybody. No. How just fucking, I don't know. like, awful Americans are we in that last sentence? Oh, like, oh, like, oh waffles and dope people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they yeah, say okay, shit about yeah, us, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're just dumb we, Americans. Well, we we don't talk shit about everybody. They talk shit about us. Yeah, we, right. I just called them pretty, okay? I'm yeah, a, yeah. I'm yeah. More the Daniel Bundesen, like we've all wanted. What's your worst board game memory? Do you have a bad board game memory? Worst one? Oh, yeah. I have... I have a few. All right, so there's this game. So Jeff and I talk about this thing all the time. Well, can I answer this question? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Jeff and I talk about this thing all the time. It, the reason we talk about it is because we've we've all been there. Jeff and I a lot. It's called Grumpy Gamer. Yep. <laughs> and I can remember a specific time when I was Grumpy Gamer, and then I ended up winning the game. I remember that game. I was there. It's a game <laughs> called Goa. Yep. <laughs> and in this game, you're you're bidding. Right, there's auctions going on yeah. a lot in this game, game. It's a good game. I didn't win. I don't know if I won I'm not one any of these auction. Yeah, I was bitching like, or I was like, God. "Oh, this is what I have to do." I just thought I just move this here and do this. Okay, <laughs> can I do this? I move this here. Oh, okay. I didn't win that one. So what do I get for that? I don't get anything. Oh, oh, the game's over. I guess I won. <laughs> yeah, I won. I beat everybody. Yeah, I, the the thing that I was doing, I guess, other than than the auction, was just getting me a bunch of points <laughs> because nobody else was doing that. Yeah. And a lot of times that happens in games where if, if yeah. like you're the only if, if you're the one not doing this one thing, you're it's bad. But if you're the only one doing it, you're probably gonna win. Mm-hmm. And so that happened. And I don't know that I've felt worse <laughs> in my life when we totaled points up and I was like, Uh oh, I think I win. And I was like, I was being you were that I was kind of being a son of a bitch Visibly the whole game. Annoyed. I was just pissed off the whole time that I won. And what do you do? What do you do then? You're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Your shit. And everyone else is like, you goddamn mother. <laughs> I think that's the time I felt the worst yeah. playing a game. I, Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. We've all been oh, that yeah. grumpy. Yeah. Now you got one specifically or no? Um, I don't remember the specific scenario, but I do remember being in like situations where like, you know, we're 
somewhere and I get stuck playing something that I didn't really want to play with people I didn't really want to play it with. And then you're just kind of the whole time just like, hmm, when's this ever going to be over? Get me out yeah. of here. It's crazy. Like, who are these people specifically? I don't remember. <laughs> who are the people that I you wish, don't want I wish to I play with? Like, I say it, I, but I don't. I just remember feeling like that. Like, oh, I remember a play ending. of Carson City that Ryan and I had with a group. There was five of us playing. Does it play five? We were playing the full count. Maybe uh-huh. four, but whatever. With Christian. And man, it got around to this player and he just was like... He took his fucking time and then didn't know the rules over and over again. And then asked the same question every time it was his turn. What can I do? Why can I? It was just, it was so frustrating because he wasn't like, it wasn't a non. He had played some games before. He had Mm -hmm. done this. It wasn't like, it wasn't like he was trying to like learn it and get back. It was just, it got under my skin (laughs) and it was so annoying. Yes. Yeah. Before you move on, you brought up Carson City. (laughs) So Jeremy, uh, for everybody that knows the the OG gamecaster himself, yeah. Jeremy Pete, uh, Carson City was one of his faves. He loved that game. We went over to a buddy of mine's house, Kirk. I don't know if you met Kirk, Jeff. Yeah. Remember oh, he to- yeah. stole Joe's coat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so we went over to his house, and he was like, uh, me and Jeremy went over there, and he was like, hey, do you guys want to play Carson City? And we were like, yes, hell yeah. And I don't know if there was an expansion or something. It felt like 13 people were playing this game, for one. <laughs> for two, all those people over there, God, they're good. They're good people. You know, Kirk, great guy. His wife, Jenny, great. They're awesome. But they do this thing, and he says it before the game starts. He's like, we are chatters. So a game that takes two hours is probably going to take double that. So we're playing Carson City. And if you know anything about Jeremy, Jeremy hates taking forever in game. He hates (laughs) it. It's like he wants a light very simple experience yeah, he wants to move. and this game of Carson City probably took four That's plus no and everybody was having a good time Triple except pass. Jeremy yeah. was like he was like and I drove him so he couldn't even leave he was just like what the f-? like I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do like I gotta get the hell yeah. out of here this is the worst and I didn't blame him I felt so bad I just Aww. felt bad because everyone else at the table is like having a ball like chatting and talking and drinking and eating and laughing and he Jeremy's would put that on his list uh, oh, that would be yeah. on Jeremy's list for sure bad memories yep yeah. Um, Daniel Bonas has got one more, well, maybe two for Natalie. Optional question. Ooh, number if two for Natalie. If a board game was themed with game casters, what would you do in it, and what would be some of the mechanics? <laughs> okay. If the it was a board a, a game, game casters, casters like theme. let's just say it's called game casters, what would be some of the mechanics? What it would, would be a ridiculous, it? crazy game where it'd be an I cut you choose game with a poop knife. <laughs> Yeah, they're oh my god! <laughs> you'd be cutting, you'd be cutting, you'd be turds. cutting turds and sharing them between people. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of game casters inside jokes. Like what incorporated? What do you think is a good one? It would have. Um, besides poop knife, you take that poop. Maybe and... number blind would be in there. Yeah. There could be some somehow crack and be trippins. There would yeah. be waffle stomps. You could get waffle stomped. Yep. At one point, you we all have to break, and then whoever draws the best penis in a wedding book wins something. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yeah. So yes. lots of, just a mishmash of shit. Kind of like the show. Yeah. Of different craziness. It, and the game will be called Janelle's Quilt. Yeah. Like how we um, started talking about Lacrimosa and Mozart and then just broke out for pizza. 10 minutes laughing about Natalie eating whole Oh, pizza shit. Pizza. Yeah. yeah. Janelle, add that to the quilt, by the yeah, way. The, the pizza, quilt. please. Optional question for Natalie. Natalie, where do you rank Ryan's penis among all among all the dicks that you've had? 
Where do you rank it? Yeah, I would like Number to know this as well. Number one. Okay. No, I'm Wait, serious. Wait, does that mean you're serious? Tell me. Tell me. About this person it. probably no, thinks not. I've Let's had more. Hey, Jeff, than you I... asked. You asked. No, this the sweet. Asked. The sweet asked. They probably think I have more than I actually Here we have. Go. <laughs> That's all. Let's jerk Natalie, Ryan off. What? Come on. Pretend like you had like fifty. Oh, Ryan's had. Natalie's fucked everything that's walked except me in high school and <laughs> yeah. Ryan has and the I'm best number wiener. one. I you know what though? I feel like you have to say that. Yeah. Even if true, even though. if she was like, God, his dick's a little smaller than I thought. No. I think she has to be like She has to be like, it's good. It's this is still it. The best. This is the number one. It might not one be the dick. biggest, but it's, but still it's the I best. would feel like it's perfect I would for feel me. like I have to, but it's also actually true. See, that's such shit. It's when, not anyway, shit. let's move on. CP Wilson four. Asks about Natalie's. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> favorite Christmas traditions, favorite Christmas movie, Christmas song, anything like Chris holiday related. Okay, this is a good. This is a good yeah. one. Holiday stuff. Famous Christmas. Favorite Christmas movie. I'm gonna start. Okay. okay. Yeah. Christmas Vacation. Okay. Good one. That's a good one. Slash Home Alone would be my favorite Christmas movies. Okay, I have Home Alone slash A Christmas Story for me. <laughs> I love A Christmas right. Story. My favorite is Elf. Elf is, Elf is also so good. Now, now, my favorite movie of all time is Die Hard, but I am in the camp that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Um, so I'm not listing it as my favorite mm, Christmas yeah. movie. And he also said like Christmas tradition and stuff like that. We just fucking. I'll tell you mine. My family. Yeah. Is Italian. That's not a tradition. Oh. And it's we have lasagna <laughs> every year for Ooh, Christmas. Ooh, Christmas lasagna. Dinner. It's delicious. And now right. that like my grandma, you know, she's like doesn't cook dinner for us anymore. And a lot of the family that used to get together doesn't get together. And it's more like my immediate family. We still have lasagna. And it's like the best. That's Homemade. Cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we haven't like we're probably starting to try to develop some with just like our our family, yeah, we don't do like the open a present on Christmas Eve. Some people do stuff like that, yeah. Or we don't do that. Um, we don't. I think Devin gets some matching pajamas for us. People, that's like kind of a newer, mm-hmm. a newer sort of tradition. Yeah, so like a thing I think as like my son is now three, so Jack is three. I think now he starts to understand kind of this whole like Christmas thing. We'll start to yeah, it's fun for him. More traditions yeah. of like Devin and I would drive around um, neighborhoods and look at like Christmas lights and that's yeah, ours. chocolate that. stuff like that. Yeah. That's ours. You just fucking stole mine. Cool. Yeah. They're, they're Shit. People Damn it. do like that's the pickle. Say. Well, just think about your the penis. All right. Yeah, you're right. Number one. It's number one. She said it was perfect. Yeah, it's perfect for me. I told you that before. I know. Fuck. Sean Rising says, "Has have any of you designed a game, even in your head?" Okay. If so, do you think you'll ever try to create it? Ryan, do you want to start? I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go. And then so, I'll, tell you about Sean, the brain, I'll tell you about the game in my brain. I actually have a game called The Samurai that is currently on Tabletop Simulator. If you want to play it, we should play it together. That'd be really fun. And Jeff has actually gotten me a meeting or two with some publishers to shop it around. And so it is, uh, I would love to sell this game or have it published. Um, I go in kind of design spurts because I have a few other designs too. One called Blue Whale, one called um, Justify that I really want to get with Timothy kind of moving. Yeah, with Timothy Olyphant. What's the one with um, <laughs> Blue Whale? No, there's like another one that you did. Yeah, probably. Like the mine, Minefield. Minefield. Minefield was the first one I ever that's did. Minesweeper. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's on, that's on uh, Microsoft. Yeah, I think I've abandoned Minefield <laughs> oh, okay. at this point. Yeah, it just kind of didn't work, so I just got rid of that one. Um, but yeah, so I love to design games. It would be it, it'd be a dream of mine to get the Samurai published. I've played it with a few people on Tabletop Simulator, and uh, the feedback has been pretty positive. I just need to kind of continue with it and and yeah. you know find the time to. Do now, something. you design any games? 
I have not designed a game except in sixth grade art class. We had to make a board game. But Did I you just make a roll and move? Probably. I don't remember makes. anything about Even it. Even my kids, man. I play games with my kids. Games. And when they Cameron's like, I want to design a game. And it's a roll and move. I'm like, we don't even play those. Like, How do you know That's about roll and move games? Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Miss French Toast asked a couple questions. Number one, what's your favorite thing about each of your co-hosts? Oh, man. I could go on for hours. Ooh. All right. So we know that Natalie's favorite thing about Ryan is his dick. My dick. It's perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, that means it's not perfect. That's what it means. Why are you I'm going to think about it. I'll start. Okay. My favorite thing about Natalie is I think Natalie is one of the most like easygoing people, and I like that about her. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Natalie is fun to like joke with and be around, and not only can like like take a joke yeah. from Ryan and I, but can then like dish it back. And yeah. I like that. I look for that in people. <laughs> um, and as Lauren would say about Ryan. Ryan is one of the funniest people I've ever met. And have you seen his penis? Because it's just wonderful. It's perfect. Apparently. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. Perfect, apparently it's perfect. God, that means it's not perfect. I have a seven-inch um, surfboard, surfboard in my pants. Seven cars worth of <laughs> penis. In my pants. All right, I'm going to go next. Um, okay, I'm going to... This is going to be a fucking slobby, knobby circle jerk oh, here. Slobby. But I'm going to echo that. I'm going to say the same crying? thing. That Je- there's few people in this planet who can make me laugh like Jeff can. <laughs> I mean, it just rewind back to the pizza talk. The way that he delivers normal speech, I don't know how he does it. He just says anything. And it's not even... A lot of times he won't even say a joke. He just says things. The way he said, let's eat a pizza. That's not a joke, but it's the funniest fucking thing. He makes me laugh. There's times he'll make me laugh. And nobody hears it but me, and I get pissed that nobody else hears it because I want other people to be it's like, almost purposely that was directed good. for only you to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look around the table, I'm like, did no one fucking hear that? That was fucking hilarious. And yeah, so there's very few people that make me laugh like like Jeff does. But obviously, Jeff has more um, larger, bulbousier qualities than just his humor. Um, but that's the, the thing that I just love hanging out with Jeff. It's just it's always just fun, and we just have a good time, and he's easy to talk to, and uh, it just fits right in your mouth really easily, <laughs> which is awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, and um, I mean, God, I could go on for I could go on for days about Natalie, uh, and so I won't. And Natalie, I don't think you should say anything about me. I think you should go right to Jeff. You don't want to say anything about me. Do you want me to? <laughs> he said in his vows, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know Jeff married us. It's, it's fine. No, no, I will say whatever. I just feel like do people really do people really want to hear this? Well, I mean, Sam asked. I can, all right, Sam. <laughs> Sam. All right, my favorite thing just about... Just say, like, one or two things. <laughs> say like, just like your top ten. Can we, our top five this episode is what do we like about Natalie? Oh, my God. Coming in at number five is she's five foot two. Like the five foot two oh crew. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, Natalie. All right, fine. Here we go. One thing. Your boobs are so symmetrical. Oh, no. Some Your people have nipples farts. that look off kitty corner wise. They are straight on, That's good. and they are like they're you like an Amico's pepperoni. They're not big, you know. Not like weird, yeah. like gross right big on. ones, but they're not also like super weird and tiny. Like tiny pencil. They're research. really. They're, good, they're very. They're I'm just gonna say your nipples are very proportionate to the boob. Okay. Yeah. Very good <laughs> nipple to boob okay. proportionate you ratio. Asked for, you asked for some things. You Natalie. said you said one or two. <laughs> Okay, um, the other thing is, Natalie has a butt that refuses to quit. <laughs> my boobs and my butt are not I the things you're supposed to say. To fire. <laughs> I've had conversations with her butt trying to get it to quit. It won't quit. <laughs> this fucking butt. Just God damn it. And I love her and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Go ahead, Natalie. 
Okay. Um, one of my favorite things about Ryan is his nipples, creativity. Nipples. Um. <laughs> I love uh, how he's just like so clever and witty and creative. And, you know, you've all heard me cry about it. So um, <laughs> that is that is my favorite thing about you crying. At, crying at, about you. Crying yeah. about me. Gosh, that's another great thing. Everything is that's when so you awesome. cry about my talents. <laughs> I know. It's good to be loved. It feels yeah. it feels great to be loved, yeah. right? So my favorite thing is about Jeff, a few things. So I think he's very considerate. I think he's very generous to not only us, but just anybody he meets. Yes, good And point. I also really like that he's very, he always makes everyone feel like comfortable and like welcome, like, when we're at like a party or just anywhere at Gen Con, like he, he's really good at like making you feel like you belong there. It's a talent. And it's, you Thanks, know, guys. have you seen his nipples? And then just like both of you, I feel like the banter is just like, <laughs> like so there's nothing like that. Stupidity. <laughs> I don't even think it's borderline. It's, 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 we are far into the. We are far across the border from smart into stupidity. Um, no, seriously, I, I I joked a lot about Natalie's boobs in her butt. I mean, I didn't joke. That's not a joke. It's all oh, serious. Now you feel bad because I said nice things. No, I just want to tell. I I could go on for an hour. If you want to hear me go on for an hour, DM me and I'll tell you the, the 150 million things adjacent. that I that I love about this woman. Okay, so just so you know, I do have nice things to say about her. But I don't want to make myself cry right here on the podcast. All right, next. Mr. Measles, top three games each of you want to play from your unplayed pile. So what the unplayed mm. games. Okay, can yeah. it be your unplayed? Yeah. yeah. Can it be my yes, unplayed pile unplayed. of your games, though? Oh, maybe. I want to play Lacrimosa now. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not technically mine. It's still it's still like, it's our no, unplayed I, pile. Yeah, um, I won't I have, uh, I have. He said three? I have Brazil that I really am interested in playing. Yeah, you got that Gen Con. I have Boone Lake that I'm really interested you in You got playing. Boone Lake? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And I have uh, Messina 1347 or 1983. <laughs> okay. 1879. something. The Suchi game. I... Um, there's our games that I'm like, I want right now that I like, like I want Woodcraft. Yeah, that looks cool. Awesome. That looks cool. Wordcraft. Um, word, no. Wood, there's Woodcutter. Woodcutter. Is that what's okay. the Suchi game? And there's Wordcraft. No, I want the Suchi game. Okay. Wood something. Woodcutter, I it's think. Whatever the, the penis one. <laughs> yeah, let me, I'm going to look it up. Oh, uh, yeah. Wood, maybe it's Woodcutter. I think it's Woodcutter. I think there's Woodcutter and Wordcraft. Um, t- what's the new tea game called? I want that, but that's Talitum. not my unplayed game. But, all right. What are, you, what are your unplayed <laughs> that you want to Um. So uh, one that I have, I, I've had Brass for a while. Oh, yeah. I know. It's funny. I don't really want to play it other than it's the number, it's like the number it's two game. You like, want to yeah. see what you're missing out on? Yeah. I agree. Is it called Woodcraft? I can't it's find Woodcutter. It's gotta be one. Gotta be one name. Woodland. No. No. It's, it's one word. Wood. Woodcraft. It is Woodcraft. I think there. I think there's also Wordcraft. Some. Um, That's a different game. There is Wordcraft. That's what I thought. Of. I want nothing to do with Wordcraft. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. So anyway. Brass. Um. So Brass. I I want to play only because it's like it's kind of like Paladins of the West Kingdom was for me, where I was like. Everyone seems to fucking love this game. I don't. I'm not interested in it, but I should play it. Yeah, yeah. It's the number two game of all time on Borgin Grid. I should probably play Brass. So we have Brass. Yeah. And also Pax Premier Second Edition. I I won from a board game oh. geek auction, um, and I really want to play Pax Premier. I've heard a lot of great things about that as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then I think, I think the Shivers is probably. Oh yeah, that's. I've yeah, and been anticipating that. the yeah. Shivers for so long, and then an honorable mention goes to Tyletum. 
or however you pronounce that because i t games are my jam yep yeah natalie unplayed um well it's unplayed for me i want to play viticulture yeah yeah and i want to play um weather machine yes dang it yeah i'll play weather machine too good call good one one. to play that just like slipped my mind but i had it the great wall no definitely no (laughs) no not hmm. the Great Wall. Dang it! What is it? I don't know. Frost, brain, Frost Haven. Know. Yeah, it's probably Frost Haven. Oh, uh, Tales of the Arabian Nights. Uh, nope, that's not the one. Nope. <laughs> no. Is that I want to no, play that. No. Crap! What is it? Well, you'll figure it out. All right, let's move on. Okay. Mick Dave. Mick says this is in the poop knife vein. Okay. okay. The poop knife vein. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be polite to also use a spoon and a fork? A poop fork? LOL. Discuss. <laughs> nah. All right. Mick Dave Mick has another one. What are your next level goals for the podcast brand gaming as a hobby with us in general? That's a great question. Probably Nerdfest. Um, yeah. No, I have. Uh, so I don't think that we're stale. Okay. I don't think that. I want to preface this by saying I don't think that we're stale. However, I want to evolve our show. We have had the exact same formula now for a very, very long time. And I want to add a new segment or two to the podcast. And that will happen in 2023. Look for a new segment, a hot new segment coming out. I don't know what it is yet. Exactly. (laughs) Hopefully it's hot. I've been brainstorming. (laughs) Yeah, I've been brainstorming a little bit to think of what we're going to unveil. I'm not saying we're going to eliminate any segments that are current, but we will swap out some more. I want to be really I want to constantly be evolving and thinking about different ways to to grow the podcast. However, if he's talking about external things, yeah, I think Nerdfest is uh, we'll see how it goes this year. Mm-hmm. And I like growing the brand that way, but mostly for the show and, and we've also talked about potentially if we have the gumption to do video. Oh, in yes. some way, yeah, yeah. yeah whether it's just cool. recording the podcast or just some in a video somewhere. way, you know, or yeah, or doing some some skit type material that we've had ideas on, or just more content. Um, not necessarily is an adjacent episode. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I more like we've stuff. talked about the idea right. of like expanding our merchandise. Yeah, it's something that would be cool. Right. Yes, um, into just like. Little more like inside stuff about like you listen to the show, you would know this kind of stuff. Um, but that that's like growing the brand. That's everything. Natalie, anything you want to chuck into that conversation? Uh, no. <laughs> right. I agree with all. Of I those. have stuff, but I don't want to. I don't want to share it. My friend and Devin's best friend, Lauren, Mama and Mary Kay. What on up, Instagram, girl? She just said you should do some FMKs of board games. Okay, we've and done that. Like, we have done that before. I was like, well, give me some. FMKs, and then she never got back to me. So anyway. Um, She's like, shit, board games, what are those? And then Janelle yeah. went absolutely fucking bananas. Oh, right. And sent me a bajillion. Oh, that, that hasn't happened in a while. She sent me a bunch of would you rathers, and I'm going to not do that because we're going to do would you rathers on a different okay, save segment. Them. But, you'll ha- but we will keep these. We'll yeah. keep them. And when I forget, just remember them. Okay. Janelle, okay? Um, she also, she asked us, should pineapples be on pizza? No, fuck no. No. I like it on pizza. No, pizza. Natalie. Yeah, the the game casters... The game caster's answer is no. no. Oh, well. What about nuts and brownies? Nah. That I'm not as upset about. It doesn't bother me, but I'd prefer it I'd not prefer, to have I'd, nuts. You know what's tough? Janelle, Have you You didn't have Janelle's cookies. 
last Ooh. year. Janelle probably makes like insane. <laughs> she made yes. cookies Gen- from scratch in our kitchen. You haven't had Jason's spinach smoothie. No, I did not have his spinach water. <laughs> they evened each other. Heard about out. it? Yeah. I am not as against nuts and brownies. However, I agree with Natalie. If given the chance, I would say no. Okay. Do you cut your sandwiches into triangles or rectangles? Triangles, triangles for show. Yeah. I used to be a triangle person, and I got lazy where I went through the stage where I just didn't cut that shit at all, and I was oh, like this yeah. barbarian. If I, just ate no, a I, I do that too. Oh. If I cut it, I cut it in triangles. Yeah. But well, not, not cut, triangles. I, think, I just cut it one stack. Yeah, one stack. <laughs> it's, it's like a... Yeah. I think I got a really good, satisfying bite, biting it from the corner. You can just go... Right, yeah. In the rectangle, there's no... I think I only cut a sandwich at all if it's a grilled cheese if it's like a regular sandwich yeah i, I just fucking it. eat that shit. yeah <laughs> bubba wants to know where our holiday album is yeah um, okay i do have that coming probably next okay. week or never it might not i'm not sure <laughs> it might not happen on the show i might just release it into the discord or into, um, the world. into instagram or something like that but i so do have tbd it's not going to be like last year where there was SoundCloud i think we had five of them it. there's only going to be a, like three max this year cool bubba also wants to know what is our experience with and our opinion of Magic the Gathering or any trading card game in general. I played very little Magic the Gathering. I played Magic when I was like 10, 12. And I remember because like Joe would collect it and I kind of played a little bit. And I never like, I, I feel like I played a lot then for, for like being 10 or 12. Like, yeah. Right, that's not like a lot. Like I played board games now. But I, then I just kind of stopped and I never got back into it. I felt almost lost. I felt like I would be drowning if I got back in. Or I wouldn't put enough time or effort into getting back into it right now or the money. Let's just say I had infinite money. I still don't know that I would just jump back into it. Yep. Because I feel like I'd be like, all right, you got to teach me how to do the time sink, a money sink. And, you know, what I feel just like a complete non. Yeah. Yeah. It would take it would take some getting over that to get back into it. But for some reason. So magic came out in like the what late 90s. So I like I was in like high school. When it kind of like first hit. And for whatever reason, in high school, when I was in high school, D&D and magic was peak nerd. Yeah. And you were chastised or made fun of if you played that. It wasn't like it is now, maybe, as much where board games are more mainstream. You know, role-playing games are played by the fucking guy from Magic Mike and, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Becca Scott for crying out loud, you know, and like these cool people are playing these games. Um, so I never played them because of the fear of social rejection. Um, you know what I mean? I didn't, I just didn't play them at all. Mm-hmm. So I never played Magic ever, never. The first collectible card game I ever got into was, was Star Wars Destiny. And so that hit me like a fucking sack of... Joia. <laughs> yeah, like sack a sack of Joia. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, the first time I ever did it. And so the model of CCGs is fucked up, man. The rare chasing and the amount yeah. of money you got to drop. And if you're not playing competitively to like win prizes and stuff, you better have somebody who is just as into it as you are or you're spending all that money for no reason. So I don't really personally love the model. I've never played it. I mean, Soul Forge Fusion is kind of a CCG. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. The board welder asks, what do you think makes your dynamic work so well? Um, I think I could take this one. Okay. Okay. So Nellie kind of mentioned it uh, when she was talking about stuff she liked about us. <laughs> <laughs> was there's, so Jeff and I are like best friends here. Okay. So we have 
a back and forth kind of already that we've had for years that just has always made us laugh. And what I think a lot of, I don't know, I don't want to say board game content creators, but just content creators in general, if they don't work, the reason they don't work is because it's not genuine and it's not real. And one, there's Jeff and I and Natalie and I and Natalie and Jeff and the three of us together, we can't not be genuine. And so the thing we just did about the fucking pizza, that's just us as friends <laughs> yeah, fucking around laughing. I was going to say, it's, it's genuine because the way we act on the podcast is exactly how we would act if there was no microphones in front of us. Because, for example, that pizza thing, we were recording and like we were acting that same exact way. <laughs> we were dying. We were dying <laughs> like laughing. It was hilarious. We were just and, being crazy. Yeah. And so it's, it's a, I think it's a hard skill to do. And this is not like, I'm not trying to toot our own horns here, but kind of, because (laughs) I think all this kind of stuff takes a certain type of personality to come across on a show like this. And I think that Jeff and I have that naturally, and Natalie has that naturally, that we just kind of, um, we're able to not, it's just like Natalie just said, we're able to not switch personalities when the camera or microphone goes on us, a lot of people are you're, you're talk to them and they're one way, and then you see video of them and you're like, "That's not you." Yeah, you're right. just different, and that's not their fault. For because that's yeah, what through people anxiety do. or just different. Yeah, you or just whatever. get you and like it's like subconscious. You forget you're putting on a show. You have to act differently. We don't have those those barriers are down with us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you know, I just say whatever the fuck's on my mind, right. and I to hell with it. We're just who we are. Yeah, so half I, the time I think, we're like just do talking and then we're like why aren't we recording this is good stuff yeah i think what makes us work what makes our dynamic work is we're all super close friends and yeah we and i think the number one thing is we don't change that when the record button is pressed we're just continuing our hangout right and so we're just hanging out together and having fun Mm mm-hmm you know, and it's like when the mics go off, we're still doing it. And there's times where we've done that. I've cut the mics off and we keep talking and I'm like, fuck, I should, yeah. we shouldn't have cut the mics off yeah. yet. This well, is good stuff. Something we've like tried to like pride ourselves on is we want you to feel like you're sitting at the table with us. Yeah. Like in the car, if you laughed at that stupid pizza shit, <laughs> you were laughing with us, right? Like you were, you were here with us and that's always kind of what we... We don't want to feel like we're talking at you. Like we want to, we're with you. We're like talking. And we were, we were genuinely making ourselves, Jeff was doing that to make me and Natalie laugh. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? He wasn't doing that explicitly to. He thought like it would be good for the podcast. This is going to be good for the podcast. He was just like, this is just a funny thing. And so we were just all cracking up at it. So I think that is a microcosm of, of what makes our dynamic work. I think. Good question. The board welder. Yeah, that was a great question. All right. Janelle has a few more. She has one. You can only keep three possessions. What do you choose? Ooh, three possessions. Okay, let's see. Oh, fucking hell. I would have to say, like, for, for like, kind of lame, like, my phone has to be one of them. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I know that's, like, the answer that people don't want to hear. There are so many, like, memories and pictures and connections. Plus, you have the entire. One is my phone. You have the entire uh, knowledge of the world at your fingertips in your phone. That's a good answer. You have to keep one. You have to keep that phone. That's one. Am I allowed to say like my like? Do I have to keep my yeah, like your board again? game collection? Like, yeah, is that one? Do I have to keep my clothes? Or I feel like, like no. I feel like clothes are are. I feel like it's more like table. if your house is on fire, what three things would you grab before running out? Hmm, what would I grab? Um, like you could always buy more clothes. 
I mean, like, I'm, that's not her question, but that's how I I'd take probably that grab um, my guitars. Mm-hmm. My guitars, I think, would be one of those. Um, gosh, I know it's hard. Maybe my computer. I'm suddenly realizing my children. I don't care about stuff that much. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't know if I give a fuck about most of my stuff. Right. Yeah, like are my are my children um, like safe? My, yeah. Yeah. my pillow. I don't know if I call them possessions. <laughs> I really love my pillow. It's hard for me to find yeah, it. That's true. I've had the same pillow for like twenty years. It's the best pillow ever. I don't. There's no what? way I'd find it again. Yeah, my pillow. Yeah. That's gross. It's weird. His is it pillow- like nasty and like yeah, like? Do you no, like- it has a pillowcase on it. I don't sleep without a pillowcase. Yeah, on but it. also oh. his pillow has not like. It's still like just as like nice what pillow is it? is it like this that that um guy with the cross necklace no pillow, no it's it, i American so pillows? i got you it when i got my very one. first um tempur-pedic so it's, it's a tempur-pedic pillow oh. All right. but yeah no it's always it's clean because it just has a pillowcase on it forever right. yeah janelle asked what's the most hilarious thing you can think of right this second it's now eating pizza the pizza oh my god the pizza for um, fucking like sure janelle wants to know what is jeff's biggest secret so she clearly she's asking you guys she wants biggest your secret? biggest secret yeah. so what is it his biggest uh, secret. First of all, I tried to ask about everybody. What Jeff is was. really seven feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. I was gonna say I he probably to hasn't told us his biggest his knees. Was on Instagram, and nobody fucking answered. Yeah, so you guys so can you're suck not. it. Okay, <laughs> um, you all suddenly inhabit the body of the person to your right. What's the first thing you do? I would obviously be uh, in Natalie's body mm. and would obviously just get naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. See what it looks like. <laughs> Put your hands if right I'm on the butt. If I'm inhabiting the body of any woman, I am getting you're naked touching and touching yourself. myself. What do these nipples look like? Does and she if, shave? If your answer is anything different for anything, if you're in, ha- if you are going into if the body of another person, woman. you know, even if you're now woman to Uh-oh. man, your the answer is you touch, okay. you get naked and you touch. Well, yourself. my answer would be. I would pee standing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something to do like Nick, but you'd be touching your wiener. You'd be like, you'd have to do it. Well, so I'm going into your body. You're going into my body. I think I Same would be thing. like, you just check it out. No, I would be like, hey, Devin, I'm home. Oh bang yeah, I'd, I'd bang <laughs> Devin. I think I'd bang Devin. I could bang you. I can get away with it. Yeah, you could bang, bang me. You, you could bang you, me. I could bang you. <laughs> I can make oh, you great. bang yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most important thing everyone should know about you? She says. The most important thing. Yeah, I'm real. Okay, so I uh, here's here's the thing. This I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a little. All right. Well, I am extremely sensitive. Extre- like extremely. I. Uh, that's a good. One. I put on airs, you know. But it's I'm I, okay. I'm me. I don't put on airs. Let's fuck that. Rewind that. Blah, blah, blah. I I am me. <laughs> but I think a lot of people think that because I'm just out there and crazy and goofy that I don't really have feelings, and so they can just say whatever the fuck they want to me, and I'm just gonna laugh. No. Shit hurts me. I am sensitive. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll say. That's that's okay. that's what I want people to know about me. Gosh. Take it easy on me. Natalie. These are hard to think of, know, like off the top of your head. I like this. She's getting the stuff. I um I uh, uh, hate fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Listen to episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if Jack has a sparkler in his hand, you like no, take it and throw it on the ground. Yeah, well, or a sparkler is okay. What's something like the most important thing. Most important about thing about me. Uh, hmm. hmm. Your butt refuses. <laughs> My butt to quit. Not one butt. <laughs> she just won't quit. Has ever quit. How about this one, Natalie? Who is a character most similar to you from any book, movie, story, or show? Ooh, I like and that. not that child's book that you found yourself in. That, <laughs> that character of just a picture of a yeah, child. Some, yeah, a character that's similar that's to you. Similar to me? Gosh. What in the world? Ryan Reynolds in anything. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is similar Nude. to me? No, no way. to me. Yeah. 
Oh, his his half lantern. of his name is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is similar to Um, Let's see. You said book or TV show or movie? Just anything. Yeah, just anything. Any what character. character similar to you? Harry Potter. Like looks or personality? Hermione both. or both or neither? Both. Oh my gosh, Hermione. Mm. I, uh, I don't know. Your first direction. <laughs> I feel like I'm unique and no one's like me. Nice. Thanks. You are you. Wow. I agree. I don't know. What my no one's got your butt and your nipples. Um, oh my god! Stop talking about my nipples. <laughs> nips. Just some teacher in some random show that I'm like, hey, that person's kind of like me. Who is it? Gregory. 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 You are like Gregory. Oh, Just like Gregory. Elementary. <clears throat> That's a good show. <clears throat> yeah. Is Gregory like the really nerdy white guy? No. Thanks. Nice. He's Thanks. the. Was he the spirit king? He's the one <laughs> who who was in a. He's everybody hates Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's guy. great. Uh, okay, uh, Jason Lee. What? Everybody Jason? hates Chris. Oh, he's from. That's the one about with uh, Chris. Rock, Chris Rock. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah, Chris yeah, Rock. Yeah. But it's and like Terry the, the, the boy. Yeah, yep. The boy. Uh, it's Chris Rock when he's young. Okay, but he's an adult now, and he's a teacher in this TV show. Okay, cool. Um, Swoozle wants to know for all of us, what's one thing your co-hosts are dead wrong about? Okay, Jeff is dead wrong. Ryan's dead wrong about me liking combos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Natalie's Natalie. dead wrong about me liking Will and Grace. <laughs> Jeff is dead wrong. What is Jeff dead wrong about? What are we? Is Jeff have we ever? Wrong? Has like, Jeff ever left? Has like, Jeff ever left our house? And you and me have been like, he was dead wrong well, about this. <laughs> Jeff was wrong. I'll tell you right uh. now. I've told this to Ryan once before in the last year or two. Ryan once told me that my least, the worst thing about me <laughs> is that I used to like Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> He's dead right, wrong I'll about maintain that. that. Yeah, okay, Jeff's dead wrong about Matchbox 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. That's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. He's dead wrong. Um, what is Natalie dead wrong about? Natalie's dead wrong that I eat worse than she does. <laughs> no. But what if we have a pizza? <laughs> I feel exactly. like you think I was dead wrong about a game you guys like and I don't. Something, something. about Natalie like giving my buttons away or not wanting to be on my like. Natalie's dead wrong about not team. wanting to fuck you. Yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> Fucking rude. I told her that. You left and I was like, just fuck him. Yeah, okay? <laughs> I Look, know he did. It's not real life, okay? She's like, well, I was a little flustered. I'm like, just, just say you're going to fuck Jeff. That's all you got to do. Just fucking say it. Miss <laughs> French Toast would like to know, if Natalie wouldn't do Jeff in high school, <laughs> who would you do, Natalie? <laughs> That's not what she That's said. That's what it says right fucking here. You're dead see. wrong about it. It says it right there. There you go. You're dead wrong. Right there. Dead oh, wrong. Sam. It's like we planned So who would We're going to have a chat. And don't say Ryan, because Ryan had enough sex in high school. Who would I, I do so in high school? so much sex in high school. Who would you have done from my high school? Yes. I want to name. And I, want, I hope this person listens. I want a name mm. from someone that went to Farmington Harrison High School. Who that did you I like fucked. in high school? Yeah, because you were basically with your ex-husband in high school most of the time. So who would you want to yeah. fuck? Who would you have looked around and be like, I want to yeah, fuck, I wanna fuck that, that guy? guy. Mm, and meanwhile, yeah. Jim Gamer wants to know if we could change one thing about the industry, what would it be? So think about that. You tell us who you want to <laughs> fuck. Dang, I got, I'm honestly like struggling to think of... High school is just to me is just like... Who just cares? pick someone to fuck. You had graduated 500 people. Okay, you, fuck about, you could name somebody. We wouldn't even Drew know if they Stanton? existed. Drew Stanton? I don't know. The Michigan State he quarterback? Michigan State quarterback. He was on the Lions. Yeah. Anyone, yeah. So you'd fuck him. Yeah, because sure. why not? Wait, because he'd, how do you even know he exists? He was in my high school. Oh, right. I forgot he went to your high school. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I remember him One thing you could change about the industry, what would it be? Okay, so if it's the board game industry, I have stuff I would change about the board game social media. 
I've been hating Instagram lately. I've been hating. I it. wish. I wish there's. Well, that's. I wish I'm, Reels didn't hating, exist. Well, that's hating. That's hating social media. I know it's not the industry. I but I still about, I want to change it. Um, I don't know specifically what <clears throat> I'm not liking about it, but the massive amount of like Kickstarter um, wave is bothering me a little bit. Um, everybody is not a game designer. Um, and man, that's I, been yeah, that's been going I on like, for so long. I like the Kickstarter exists to to allow games to to go out there, but man, it's just like fucking flooded at this point. Everybody makes some card game that's called Poo Poo and Pee Pee, and it's like a ha ha game where you play like it's all the same. Stop. And Kickstarter is allowing for amazing games to get published, but also allowing for every other fucking game to get yeah. published and put out there, and that's. A little annoying to me. So that's what I would say is maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I fall in. I agree with that. I agree with it, but I also at the same time I'm like I don't know if it is it hurting the 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 hobby. I yeah, don't, I don't know. You hurting. know what I mean? I, like yeah, I, it just bugs. It's me. hard. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of anything I could think of about the actual industry yeah, I can't think that of I about dislike. The I would love. Um, I would love prices of games to start plateauing or yeah. coming down. Um, I, I think about this in just um, can everybody have board games? Um, and there are some games that the answer is no. Uh, and because, sure, components are great and all this kind of stuff. Does it need to be? Does every game need to be $120 like the Eagle Griffin deluxified stuff? No, not everybody needs that game. But things can get expensive and that's can be frustrating. Like when we were growing up, video games for PlayStation, they were every, everything was $50. Mm-hmm. Now everything is $70. So it's like, yeah, I, I mean, things creep up. It's infl. Yeah, I get um, it. I, I agree with that too. Because I mean, inflation for sure. Like seventy dollars yeah. is probably what fifty dollars was back then, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but it, there is a, there are a lot of games like you like. Okay, you talked about Kickstarter. You want to get a Kickstarter game? You're spending a lot of Kickstarter games. You got to spend like a hundred and fifty plus, yeah, yeah to get the lot. good stuff. And then the person might never like someone who doesn't want to pay that and get a retail thing, you might never ever get that Okay, game. here's one thing I would change. And this is sort of piggybacking on to, off to Kickstarter. I do not dislike Kickstarter. I think whatever, Kickstarter's fine. What I don't like about Kickstarter are it's kind of like this gotcha stuff in video games where you gotta pay to get the good stuff, and it's almost gambling-wise. Now, this isn't gambling, but Kickstarter exclusives drive me a little bit bonkers because these Kickstarters will make these exclusives that you can only get if you back the Kickstarter. Sure. And so, you know what I mean? Simon does this a lot. Yeah. Where if you want all these sweet-ass Blood Rage minis, you got to back the fucking Kickstarter. And if you miss the Kickstarter, for whatever reason, because you're not on Kickstarter all the time, or you just didn't know about it, or you don't want to shell out all the money to get this stuff, then you never get access to these, and other people have them, and it just feels bad. I don't think there should ever be a situation where somebody gets something that I can't get. You know, yeah. I and I, I feel like when I'm backing a Kickstarter, I'm like, ooh, I get the Kickstarter exclusives. That's kind of cool. I, it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, stop feeling that way because you don't yeah, want this to happen the other, the other side, way around. Yeah. It sucks. So I wish that Kickstarter exclusives and stuff like that, I, I wish there would be normalizing everybody gets everything. Or a chance to get everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wish there was something about social media because I really want to talk about how much I hate Instagram. Do we want to... Do we want to keep rolling? Are we are we all right with time? We want to like fuck it, man. Yeah, let's do fuck it. it. It's our show. Fuck it. It. Okay. Um, Michael Vinoy on Facebook. I like him. Wants to know what's each of our favorite characters from a TV show or movie. Oh yeah. And then who would win in a fight between those three? Oh wait. Oh, so we each pick one. Let's pick a character. Who? Okay. Who's our favorite? So. Oh god, I gotta pick one. Fuck. My favorite person in a show would have to be. 
I think I have to pick. I think I might pick Job from Thirty from uh, um, Arrested Development. Job, yeah. <laughs> nice. Job from Arrested Development, or maybe Jack Donaghy from Thirty Rock. Okay, everything's so. Maybe Tracy uh, Tracy Morgan from Thirty Rock. So you're going. So you're leaning funny. into comedian. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I like it. Okay, I think my favorite character, gun to my head. Is Daniel Day Lewis's portrayal of Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York? That's a great movie. God, wow. I love that character. Is that what I he is so <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome in that. Yeah, he is. He's so good in that. He, I mean, he's just a great fucking actor to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um. But I, yeah, Bill the Butcher is my is my pick. I think. I'm gonna go with Roy Kent. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Roy Ted Kent Lasso. from Ted Lasso. He's just you know what? So We're going to give it to Roy Kent for winning Roy the fight, too. Kent. Even he's though so I think Bill the Butcher would probably win, but... Yeah. Yeah. He's I so funny. Go, he is so funny. But he's also funny. like... <laughs> Ron Swanson? Maybe I, I, I thought you were going to say Ron Swanson. I I'm almost said that, Swanson, so. but I was like, I'm pretty sure Ryan's going to say that. No, not even. Bill the Butcher. Todd Coleman wants to know each of our most overrated and most underrated games. Um, my most Ooh. overrated is, I think Tiny Towns is a pile of garbage. Yeah. And people love that fucking game. People go crazy for that game. Yeah. Um, people are not going to like this, but I think <clears throat> Wingspan's overrated. Yeah, okay. I do too. I do too. I like Wingspan. Yeah. But I think I do think yeah, it's... I think it's yeah, like, I like it too, it but really I mean, is it that good? good? Gloomhaven, I think, is extremely overrated. I agree. I've played Gloomhaven online, um, which Ben and Ken have told me and M that, you know, this is basically the board game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what... Oh, yeah, I played Jaws. I played love 12 so Jaws much. of Lions already, right? And it's like Jaws of Lions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 12 of those, and I'm like, nah, I'm like, this 12. is just... And again, it's not my, it's not my type of game. It's not your game, cup of tea, but like, for man, sure. To be like, for that to be the the best game ever by a lot. Yeah, see, it is kind of my crazy. cup of tea, too. And I'm playing it, and I'm like, I don't really like this. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's not bad. Um, now, underrated, underrated game. Hmm. hmm, okay, underrated. There's... I want to... It's tough. This is a tough question, because... There's like not as popular. Yeah, that's not the same as is underrated. Yeah, underrated yeah. is like a game that doesn't get very high get ratings. Good yeah? love. Um, I think ooh. like Crown of Mara is one that I really like that I feel like doesn't get the attention. Yeah, but um, that's different, right? I mean, because I, I don't know if it's like rated look. well. Yeah, what would have to be Crown yeah, of like, Mara? What's an example then? Well, an example is something like okay, so for instance, I really love the game If Wishes Were Fishes. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a gr- I think it's yeah, a really good that's game. Good that's example, that's kind of ranked like kind of low, you yeah. know. Uh, Crown of Amara is ranked seven fifty eight, and it gets yeah, a seven point that, four. That's pretty good. I think that I think good? that's a pretty good ranking. Yeah, I think if it's in the sevens, it's decent. So personally, the, like it have to be in the sixes. I think in the sixes, if you think it's like really good, it's in the sixes. Because in the sixes, I think is pretty. Even in the sixes, is kind of high. But I'm still gonna say that. Personally, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say if wishes were fishes is for my pick. If you haven't played if wishes were fishes, I'm gonna keep saying that name. <laughs> um, it's like a little stock market game about fish, and it's got these really cool little worm components that are like rubbery worms that you kind of like could fish with. Wiggly um, wombs, wiggly, wiggly, wiggly wankers. wankers. <laughs> it's a really really cool, cute little game. So I, I'm gonna say for my most underrated game, I'll say uh, if wishes were fishes. Natalie's looking at the nice. collection right now. Uh, yeah, she I can't know. think of anything. I don't know. Based you on want to think criteria. about it? Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. The three of us okay. are tricked somehow yeah. into a human centipede situation. What's is this Ta still? What? No, this is Daryl Lake. <laughs> okay. Who's in front? What's the order? Dibs on the front. 
Fuck. Well, you called it. What's the order? Well, okay. If oh god, can I please be at the end? Can I be not in the front? Then like, what is the? Well, I would rather have my mouth stitched to your butthole than Jeff's. Oh, okay, sure. All right, that means I'm in the middle. Good for you. (laughs) You Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. If we were having a threesome, you'd be in the middle anyway. It's the same shit. This is basically a threesome. It's basically an Eiffel Tower, but. Less yeah. sex and more poopy. Right, Jeff can eat what he wants. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah you just have to have that. <laughs> yeah, he would probably give, be like, "Hey guys, is it you want me to have Taco Bell today or yeah, what, Subway?" Guys, oh my guys, god! Hey, hey, Na- Natalie, can you? Oh yeah, you can't talk. What do you want? Oh my god! <laughs> Stop moan three times yeah. into my butthole. Yeah. <gasps> You'll know the fibers mm-hmm. of your butt hair mm-hmm. from Natalie's moans mm-hmm. if it means yes or no. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daryl wants to know what games we secretly secretly hate but pretend to like. <laughs> or secretly like but pretend to hate. I pretty much wear this on my sleeve. You know, I don't really pretend at all anymore. I used to. I used to be like, oh yeah, that was fun. Like uh, we would play um, Railways of the World, and I'd be like, oh cool. I fucking hated that game. I never yeah. ever liked that game. Um, and I didn't really always tell. I don't really say that to him to Bill. Um, but I did not like that game. But nowadays, I, I if I don't like it, I just fucking say it. Yeah, what about you guys? Do you have anything that like, you just like? I you know I I like to I like to say that I hate all train games like it's like kind of like my yeah your my, thing my thing now like I don't hate Ticket to Ride as much as I like yeah say that I you do yeah it's more for the memes yeah right. right it's more for the just the funniness um, but I still I still don't like it like I'm not gonna pick it right um I don't know games that I secretly like but pretend to hate would be a weird why would you do that secretly like um, but pretend to hate. i guess if it was like Most people hate it and you don't a problematic like yeah like a problematic game people don't like it and you're like i kind of like it but you're like i don't want to be i want to like be cool there's games that like I munchkin have, yeah, I like i'm trying munchkin. to think of that i have yeah. that i don't just don't pick on game night anymore or i'm like oh i guess no one's no one's gonna play that with me anymore yeah I'd have to get that one some thought. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Hmm. Um, Jared Reeves, where in the world would you like to spend a one-week vacation? Ooh. There's lots of places. I've always wanted to go to Australia and Ireland. Same here. Mine are Australia for sure and Japan. I would love to go to Japan. I'd like to go to New Zealand or somewhere like (laughs) Fiji or that type of place. Okay. Island living. Yeah. David Rodriguez, if you could magically transform board games into humans, which game would you each be most attracted to? Booze and memo. Why? Booze and memo. It's just boobs. I thought you were gonna say Maria. Booze and memo. Is just boobs, <laughs> Maria's one pair of boobs. So booze and memo is just straight. It's just literally yeah, just boobs. So if you could take something and transform it, into, take a game and transform it into a person, what would you be most attracted to? I really thought you'd say Maria. Sexually attracted to? Yeah, booze and memos is just literally nothing but titties. But is that is then just like a tit person? Yeah. Like it's just a walking tit. That, I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you? Yeah, I think so. But then it wouldn't have a. Butt. I'm gonna like say Natalie's, it won't quit. I'm gonna say. <laughs> but lo- I'm not marrying it. Love letter because there's a guy in it that looks like Brad. Brad Pitt, Pitt the Brad Pitt of the number five, Whoa. the prince. The and prince. he he would write me a love letter probably. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's like, um, like it's a wonderful world would be cool because then you get like that 1950s vibe and you got like this yep. you know 1950s kind of like like boss lady on the front. She looks pretty good. Yeah. What other sexy ladies are there? Ooh, Maria would be good, Joy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I just said. Yeah, what else could you just want to like? What else would you want to fuck? The German lady from Hallertau? Maybe <laughs> she is pretty. She, that's a handsome woman. Yeah, that's a, yeah, she's handsome. Alice from um, Wonderland's War looks kind of looks kind of sexy. Does she? Wait, is she? Is that? I don't know. Is she too you young? Have to cut that out. 
Okay. Now we'll see. We're going to say she's at least 18. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How about Alice from Paint the Roses? <laughs> Christopher Prime wants to know. even younger. If each of you did a podcast on a topic other than board games, what would it be? Love that question. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think I would do it on... This is going to sound really weird. I've talked about this with Natalie before. I, was I think say, I would. I think I would do it on. This. I think I would do it on relationships. Yeah. Not necessarily just couples relationships. Just relationships in general. I feel like I've learned a lot over the years of how people are different, how different people are, and I really like analyzing people. Like when Jeff leaves, I'm like, why the fuck was he wrong about this? And we just talk about how wrong he was. Wrong no, again. no, but like, no, but a lot of times, if anybody like upsets us or, or acts a certain way, or we're watching, we're watching or they shows, just do something, and we're like, why did they do that? We're like, why would this character have done this? And we just kind of like go deep and analyze. Yeah. And I enjoy talking about that kind of thing. I say the same thing. thing because because we have talked about that. Yeah, just like human relationships yes and yes. why people do the things they do yeah yeah and yeah so that's what i would say what about I, you jeff i would have mine would have to be like teaching yeah yeah that makes sense it would have to be something like building relationships with students or something you know mm-hmm. something like that that's yeah that's kind of naughty yeah kind of boring right. not like that oh. um <laughs> peter says uh mary fuck kill. <laughs> I like that you clarified it <laughs> peter says mary fuck kill ryan natalie jeff i think other people have to do this one Okay, I know. I'm like we're doing it to ourselves. Well, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, I'll kill myself, and I'll so. my dead Ryan corpse will marry Jeff. Jeff can have his, Jeff can <laughs> yeah. ravage my Von, dead body. Vaughn, who we met at um, Gen Con. Yeah, what's up, Vaughn? Oh yeah. Um, what would your ideal board game be? Theme, weight, mechanism, designer, artist, kind of thing. Oh. Okay. So I can kind of start if you want to think yep. about it for a second. Well, I got so, it. So um, theme, I don't give a shit about. Agreed. So weight would probably be that sweet spot. So if we're thinking BGG weight, I would say somewhere between a three and a three and a half. Yep, same. That weight same. is perfect <laughs> for me to the play same. with yep, my game group, with my wife. Um, everybody loves playing by themselves. Yep. Ooh. And um, mechanisms. I love a good like worker placement, engine buildy kind of game. Maybe some cool use of cards, like Underwater Cities has cool use of cards, or now La Cramosa. La Cramosa. Cool uh, use of cards. The designer, I'd probably pick the Such. Nice. Vladimir Suchi. Okay. And artist. That's hmm. tough. There's a lot artist of good stuff. Is, I don't know Especially more names. recently of like. Like artists. I would almost have to figure out what my theme would be to then pick. Yeah. You know, if my theme is something kind of like. I feel like Eno Tool can do it all. Eno Tool yeah. can do it all, but that's just like the we pick like the Miko. The Miko's good. Have kind of, kind of a di- like you could have that different looking art, but then are you just going to be the ki- Paladins? Vincent stuff? Dutre is Vincent also Dutre. really good. What does he do? But that what's the? There's a lot of stuff um, he did. Good. Sandra Tang that just did fucking what's that game? Yeah, Flamecraft. Flamecraft. Oh, that yeah. looks really that good. Yeah, Beth Sobel, who's always just a champ at everything. Right. She's great. Yes. If I had like a nature theme or some kind of realistic theme, yeah, I would pick Best her Sobel. for sure. Yeah. Natalia Rojas. Yeah. What do you guys got? Um, Natalia Rojas. Similar to you, a lot on a lot of that. Although, I I've been really into a little bit less of the brain crunch and a little bit more of the. I think I think a coop a good cooperative game is what I'm looking for right now. So I think I'd want. I'd want it to be a cooperative game. I'd want it to be arted. Okay. I want arted? it to be arted by um Oh shit. Who's uh cryptid? And oh. 
um, catacombs. Quan Chi Moria. Quan Chi Moria. I think Quan Chi. I want Quan. I want a Quan Chi Moria arted yeah. cooperative game, and I want it to be heavy, not heavy like Spirit Island or CO two, but I want it to have some sort of like hidden depth to it that also has maybe like not a hidden traitor but kind of like a one like a uh, like a cat and mouse okay. kind of a game you know like a my management or uh or letters from Whitechapel. Yeah. i kind of want something like that with some with some crunch right. you know not maybe not as deep as fury of dracula but you know so that's what i want what about you uh bitch i don't know how about Something with like worker placement and bag building. Ooh, a bag building, bag worker placement. Builder. And. So you want to put Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but very medium weight. Oh, okay, so Orleans. That's very smooth. Ooh, Orleans sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Orleans. Okay. Um, Do you want to have kind of push your luck mechanisms? <laughs> Can we quacks quill them back? No. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. Who's gonna art it? Who's gonna art it? Who's gonna art it? Who's gonna fart? She doesn't know any artists. I don't Who's know. She's like you know tool. You know tool. Oh, good choice. Vaughn also then, wants yeah. to know if board games were Thanos snapped out of existence, what hobby would take up your time and money? Okay, if board games right now RPGs gone. for me is that too close? Yeah. Okay, so tabletop games are gone. Yeah, I would say tabletop games are gone. Okay, uh, probably video games. I think it would have to be video games. I would say video games. Yeah. <gasps> Knitting? Uh, I would say just like art Crafts. stuff. Yeah, like yeah. painting. Crafts. Peter wants to know if you could play a game with any person, alive or dead, real or fictional, who would it be and what would the game be? Any game with anybody alive or dead, oh. real. I want to play Cosmic Encounter with Bill Eberly. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. That's a realistic possibility. Yeah, could happen. I want to play... Um, attraction with Richard Launius. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be. Oh, I'm Man, gonna change mine. I want to change my answer. I want to change it. Actually, have you guys heard the story? That would be. That has <laughs> happened before to one of the three of us. <laughs> I would play um, micro macro with Ryan Reynolds because we'll be like, oh, let's look here together, real close. Oh my god. <laughs> like, oh, I think you take your shirt off for this game. I'm the micro. He's the macro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I'm the micro. He's the macro. I'll be the macro to you, micro. Thing. Yeah. All right. A few more. We're getting there, people. Sorry. <laughs> Nestor. One long ones. When will listeners get to phone in and participate on the show? You know, I've <laughs> thought about <laughs> I, I, if we do um, like a live, uh, like a like a live stream. We could do a live stream yeah. show. Yeah. Where people are allowed to call in. I've wanted to do something like that, Nestor, for a long time. That's it's a very cool. difficult thing to do. There's a lot of like there's a lot of like back end stuff that we have to figure out to make the phone yeah. call come in so that too. you're recorded. Yeah, yeah it's like it it's a lot of work, I think, for me to figure that out. But I do want to do something like that. It would be yeah. really fun. He also wants to know what would happen if Ryan's dogs <laughs> Sorry, let me correct that. Natalie's dogs there pissed all over Star Wars Destiny and Maria. They would be. They, would you want me to call my neighbor? They, yeah, oh my I want God. them to get arrowed. <laughs> no. no, no, we would not need the services of a neighbor. There's a lake right across yeah. the street from my house. He also asked, "Will there be a live broadcast from Nerdfest?" Yeah, a lot of people have actually asked this cool. question. I say a lot of people, maybe two. Two people have asked this. Yeah. Peter's asked yeah. this before. Probably the same answer as the previous. Like, we'd have to 
figure out how to do that. I mean, no, we could do it. It's not that difficult. The, the, the problem is it's, it's again, more time and energy and work. So if somebody want, who's coming to NerdFest wants to potentially handle that for us, then I'd be interested in talking to somebody about that. Um, but there's this is the first year we're doing it this way, and so there's already a lot of crap to deal with. There's a lot of unknowns yeah. all right now that I'm just like, I don't know how this is going to go. Really? So hopefully, the idea of throwing one more thing on top of it, even though it sounds like it would be simple, like streaming, is just, I'm, yeah. you know... What I guess I wouldn't probably understand not. is like how would it's a giant room. So like, what are you? We'd probably have a table. We probably have like a table, yeah, like a main event, like table Joe maybe. does, like mm-hmm. Joe does for his uh, twenty-four hour yeah. streams, where he just has like a main mm-hmm. table with games, and people would come and sit down. That's probably what it would be. Oh, okay. Easton wants to know who are some of your favorite content creators: YouTube, podcast, streamers, stuff like that. Gosh, that's a great question. Yeah. That is a great a question. Um, I so. In terms of podcasts, the other uh, board game podcast that I listen to that, you know, I'm not suggesting you go because you're listening to us first, of course. Us. Um, Secret Cabal, I still enjoy listening to. Uh, they put out they put out a very clean, crisp show. Like, they are they're very good at what they do. They're the gold standard. Um, yeah, and they have been for a while. I listen to the snobs for uh, comic relief and for zero, uh, maybe not zero, zero from uh, Gerald. Board Gary. game advice. <laughs> Gabby, I like a lot of the games yes. that he likes also. Gary, not so much. <laughs> but for the comic relief and their wittiness is just untouched by anything that I listen to. How fast they are at jokes and puns is absolutely hilarious. It's great. Um, especially if you're not like trying to get recommendations on games. They're not ones to like review games. They talk about it. But well, man, they're gamers and, who are just funny. And back to what was the guy that asked us about our dynamic? Um, the board welder. Board welder. Uh, board game snobs have the. They have it. They have the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Oh, they're just like us, or we're just like them. But but they have a similar thing where you can tell that they're not they're putting on themselves. an act. They're just yeah. being themselves and goofing and around and having fun. They're not boring people. And they're not boring people. Yeah. And so it works. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I. To, to sound cliche, Rado is great. Um, Rodney Smith is great. I like. Um, it, uh, they're called games in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do great game reviews and walkthroughs and um, how to play videos. Yeah, in a really really concise manner. So those are one of the first ones I look for. Obviously, you look for how to play with Roddy Smith. That's done great. If you're looking for instructional videos, games in a nutshell is awesome um, for that as well. Rado is one I was going to say. Um, he's he's one that I also what I like about. Uh, board game content creators that that I enjoy are ones that are genuine. And when you when you when you hear Rado talk about anything, you feel like he really feels what he's saying. And I know a lot of people. He's kind of contentious. A lot. Of, some people really don't like his style. I personally enjoy his really really fast pace and his passion that he has in board games. And it's hard to not get excited with. Rado, mm-hmm. and so I really enjoy um, his content. I really do. Um, do you know Timothy Chuan? Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah, like C H C H U O N. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got like a YouTube, and he's also you know he's on Instagram and stuff. This guy, if you don't know him, yeah, Tim C H U O N. I don't know how to pronounce his, his name. If you haven't seen his content, he's he is like Chef's Kiss. For what I think people that do board game content should look up to. 
it's very like well done video, professionally made. You know, he gets a ton of views and a ton of followers. If you're looking to emulate or to grow your channel, look at this guy and and say, okay, am I doing anything about what the, like what this guy's doing? If not, you should be. He's really, really, really good. Those are two of my um, of my more favorite. And Becca Scott, of course. Anyway, now what do you think? <laughs> and Becca Scott. Um, well, unlike I feel like the majority of people in the board game hobby, I don't really like. You don't like anybody. A lo- no, no, yeah, it's not that I don't like anybody. Them. I just I don't really watch YouTube. I don't really go on social media a ton, so I don't really have like. A favorite because i just don't consume those things yeah. very much um and you know like i'm not looking up reviews i'm not looking up how to play stuff because you do all that so yes, I do. the only thing i really do is listen to podcasts and i listen to board game snobs and i listen to date night thrice formerly date night dice mm-hmm. yep dice thrice they're like the and only one that I listen. I listen to every episode. Them and, and I listen to the snobs kind of regularly. Yeah. That's like the only podcast I listen to right now mm-hmm. are those two guys. Yeah. Eason also wants to know if we have any life advice. He says he's 23. He's going to move to Japan and attempt to start a career. What? He's pretty scared that he's going to fail. He's like, sorry, it's kind of a loaded question. But to be honest, I really admire and look up to you nerds. Damn. I was um, first of all, find maybe uh, uh, better role models. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's a scary thing to go out somewhere. Um, going to Japan, holy cow! That's 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 a big that's a, that's big, a big life move. That's and you know change. what? You might you might fail. And I think something to and that sounds ridiculous and mean. Uh, and I don't mean it that way. I guess what I mean is it's okay if you fail. He's how old did you say? Twenty three. He's twenty three. You should. You almost. You it's have a, so much failing in front of you that yeah, it's okay. Yeah. To, it's okay yeah. to fail. Well, that's what if you're worried about failing, you might you might fail. And there's nothing I wouldn't say there's nothing wrong with it. It the the way you bounce back from a potential failure, say you go to Japan and you're like, This is just didn't work out. Man, I'm just I, I can't make it work. And you know, you come back in and what I would what I would say caution you against is stopping. Get out there and do more. Do it again. Go somewhere else. Do something else. If Japan doesn't work out, um, you know, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> the <sighs> fact that you muster up the courage to even do this and like step out of your shell and go somewhere else and do something different is cool. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, you have succeeded. Ju- that's right more there. than a lot of people. Yeah. Would What's do? he doing? What's he going out there to do? I don't know. He just says he's going to I Japan. I would say yeah. start his career. Two things. Great. One, like Ryan said, just go out and do it and the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out and then you come home but then you won't have always wondered you will always have that experience as well i went out to california for i was only out there a little over a year and it is imprinted on my brain as one of the you know like best experiences of my life jeff went to south africa i'm sure you can say a similar thing about that you just fucking do it people are always like here's another here's another piece of advice and you're you're doing this already so you don't really need this Mm -hmm. but life hack you can just do whatever the fuck you want to a lot of people are just like i can't do it it's not gonna work you can just do it Mm -hmm. you can figure out a way to do what you want to do if you want to do it you just have to prioritize yeah right so if you are going out there to i don't know maybe he's going out there to teach or or do something you know with mm-hmm. um with Japanese teaching him English or I don't I'm not I'm not sure about Eason and mm-hmm. what his you know background yeah. is or anything like that. Um, I think you just going out there and doing this is you're already way ahead of the game, way ahead of most people who just literally do nothing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Agreed. Keep it up. You're doing great. I don't know if that helped or not. The Ericanator. Let's do, let's do speed. Let's pick That's this Eric up. Sandbridge, right? Yeah. Let's pick this up. Ryan, this is for you. What's your favorite board game to play with kids around 8 to 10 years old? Yeah, great question. Um, so I think you've probably heard me talk about this on the on the Discord lately, but I've been really into this system called Tiny Dungeon, and it is an RPG, uh, so it's not a board game, but if we, if we want to go to board, uh, specifically if you only care about board games, there's this new game that we've been playing called Chronicles of Avil. Okay. And I think that's a really good game for that exact age range, and especially Eric, I think um, I think your boys would would get into it. Uh, it's kind of more fantasy kind of a game, but it's it's pretty good for for young kids. The diced onion. Now, do you agree with that? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Project L because all three kids, it, it, we enjoy oh. that game and they are all into it, and it's simple enough for them to yep, true. to get. The diced onion asked me. Because I watch a lot of reality TV show, what show would you most likely, most like to be a contestant on? The answer is Big Brother, hands down. Yeah, that's your guilty Big pleasure. Big Brother show. is like the the human board game. I can't believe that's still on. It's amazing. Yeah. So if I, if I for some reason I'm not on this show for ninety some days, it's you're crazy. going on Big Brother. Yeah. I'll root for you. For all of us, what is something that we wish we had more of in the board game world? I would say time to play board games. Uh, yeah. 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 Which is impossible, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, but you wish, you wish you had more. Said more I want to play it again. I think I wish I had more disposable income to just yeah. get whatever. I mean, I still kind of do get whatever I want, but I, but there's still a lot that I don't. Yeah. I want, I want actually, and here it is. I also want infinite space because a lot of the game, like there's this basement right now is capacity. I sold like 60 games to upkeep and I'm still at capacity. Drowning. In. Yeah. yeah so I want more space, but I can't, there's no space. There's no room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dice Onion also asked a question that we asked a year ago in an inbox. He's still on episode 83. He said, <laughs> <Right>. um, what's <laughs> the best and worst gifts you've ever gotten? We kind of talked about that. I'm going to sort of skip that. Sure. Okay. He says, better question. He says, what's the what's the dual layer player board of the non-gaming world? The thing that if you get it, you should. Of the non-gaming world. Oh. If you could do this. If you could get it. I'm going to go. A, a lot of people are, are going to be like, roll their eyes at this, but an air fryer. <laughs> I love my fucking uh, I, air fryer. Yeah. This air fryer is so fucking I great. Throw in the air fryer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the air it's so fucking great. simple. Nelly, you got anything? It's just a little oven, but it's awesome. Um, I don't know. I keep orgasms. Something with food. If you can have an orgasm, if you, you know, I'm gonna change my orgasm. answer. If you can have an orgasm, yeah. have an orgasm. You should. Like, if you had a choice, to don't have be afraid one and to not masturbate. One. Just and fucking you're do in it. the right place. Just, just do it. Just Rub one out. Yeah, just. Just have an orgasm. Like, if you're going to get ground beef, might as well just get some ribeye. I mean, it's only a little bit more money. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is ground beef code for like gross thing? people? No. And ribeye is like Natalie's? <laughs> That's not my answer, but like something like that was what I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. Don't settle for lackluster meats. Like, if you go to a nice restaurant, why are you ordering... Yeah, get, this, get the fucking sea bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah get the sea get bass. Get the sea bass. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, get delicious. The fucking get the black bass. cod, for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. Um, I think this is the last one. <laughs> okay. Um, he says, if you could do anything with the podcast, what would be your core achievement? Like, what's something that we would be like, this would be, we've, we've reached the pinnacle. Oh, who is this? This is man on fire. On He's a man on fire. Um, if we could do anything with the podcast, I would love to be, I would really love to be like a household name in the board game community. Yeah, like not even in the board game community. Like, you know how the Dice Tower is like, well, I guess that's the board game yeah, community. I'm not saying I want to be the Dice Tower. But yeah, I would love to for people to, everybody to know us. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of probably a I think it'd be cool answer. to be like, you know, to have like a like a game caster sticker on a game. 
be like, hey, this yeah. was a Gamecaster Essential. That yep. would be cool. The Essential um, sticker would be really cool. That'd be cool. I think. Just, and for it to mean something, for it yeah. to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I want to play because that. Because people game. like look at the Dice Tower stuff and like, yeah. oh, this is a. And it makes sense. Dice Tower is way big. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good answer, actually, mm-hmm. Jeff. I'll, I'll steal that one and say it was mine. I think I'm done. Phew. It was mine. Phew. I'm so sorry. Oh, dude, that That's was fun. good. That was I good like stuff. That. We're only at three hours. We still got an hour of content left. Check it, 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 check it. All right, we're back with another association station. It's been a few episodes, and the time has come for you to crawl inside of my brain and figure out what the fuck I am talking about. I have ten games here that I'm about to get you to understand. I'm not even going to explain the game this time. I do that every fucking time. You'll understand as we go. Are you ready for this, you guys? Constantinople. Exactly. There we go. Jeff Jeff explained it. There we go. All right. We got 10 games. Jeff, you're keeping score for me? Yep. Number one. Befecate. Befecate? Befecate. Jeff. Boop. Instead of poop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Good job. Good job. Number two. Fire activity. Jeff. Flame crap. Okay. Yes, first of all. Second of all, did you see the... I don't know. I want to... Was the word gusto? I think it was... No. Smoothness. Jeff backhanded the bell (laughs) in one motion. He was just like... Because I went from writing down the score to backhand. Because honestly, when you were writing... I was like, man, I think I went too fast. Darn it. He's not going to have time to ding the bell. He was just like, flipping. Backhanded the bell. Natalie doesn't like that because she didn't get it. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk more about how Jeff ring the bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number three. Penis surfing. Well, <laughs> Natalie. Longboard. 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 Hello. Longboard. Hello Jeff, the new tribe was like, well. Uh, I knew that one. <laughs> Number four. The constant state of every woman, no matter how warm or cold it is. Hmm. She's in the constant state of the Natalie. The shivers. The shivers. Oh. No matter how fucking hot or cold it is, she's fucking shivering. Bitches shivering. Bitches be shivering. Bitches be shivering. That's true. <laughs> Bitches certainly should shiver. Number five. Five. Elizabeth's vagina. Elizabeth's vagina. Elizabeth. Elizabeth? <laughs> Who is Elizabeth? Elizabeth's vagina. Elizabeth's vagina. Vagina. <laughs> yeah. Liz, who is Badge. Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to guess. All right, Jeff. Because this is now a board game, apparently. Okay. I'm going to say Queen's Gambit. Oh, no. Oh. Well, that's all I'm going to say. Use Queen's. Well, I already knew it was that. I just didn't know the second word. Oh. Okay, we'll go to number six, and then Natalie, you can ring in for that Queen's one. Gambit's a board game. Though. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your gambit or vagina is a gambit. It's a gambit. Through, you know? The gambit. Number six, stealing belts from Coles. <laughs> it is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> hmm. It's stealing belts from Coles. Stealing belts from Coles is. I know what it is, but is that a game? Well, dang it. I swear to God, if you ding it and say inch belt. I'm not going to say inch <laughs> belt. Knock you out. <laughs> That'd be on Board Gamer Bullshit. Yeah. It's <laughs> the wrong. Okay, Natalie? <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the perfect crime. If that's crime. a game, that's then you're credited. Mean. But no, that's Stealing not it. Belts. That is not it. Stealing belts from Coles is. All right, number seven. So each of you now have one that you can ding in that the other one can't. Number seven. That was number seven? That was number six. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> number seven, the Doppler radar. 
Uh, who was that? Oh, that was Natalie. Yes, weather machine. The Doppler radar is a weather machine. Right, I'll cross that off. Okay, <laughs> let's write it down. So Correct. What do we got? You can, Correct. You can answer Liz's badge. Yep, and okay. you can answer stealing belts from Coles. I can yeah. answer stealing belts from Coles. Okay, and you're winning. Three to two. Um, okay, number eight. In four years, I'll write the story of my life so far. In how many years? Four. In four years. Natalie. Memoir 44. Natalie. Michelle. Oh, wow, you're doing it. Look how she perked up. Like I know. She's like, pizza. now you can talk about Jeff's backhanded yeah. belly. Oh, <laughs> I, did I did it too. I don't I'm so mind. happy. Okay. Number nine. Natalie's favorite, the Slender Man. Natalie's favorite Slender Man. Natalie's just, favorite, oh. the Slender Man. That's the clue. Natalie's favorite, the Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man's tall, skinny. Or I guess you could say Natalie's favorite, a spider biting you and eggs hatching from your skin. Both of those are similar. What? Natalie's favorite. Or Bloody Mary. That's enough. That's enough. All right. Number 10. The Expanse of Donkey Kong Madigan. Jeff. Wavelength. Wavelength. Oh, <laughs> Did you almost say Dave Length? <laughs> yeah. Dave nice. Wavelength. Dave Wait, Wavelength. Natalie's favorite. The Slender Man. Or Natalie's favorite, Bloody Mary. Or Natalie's favorite, uh, the spider bites you, or the spider lays eggs in your skin, and then the eggs the, the eggs hatch in your skin. Oh. All right. Um, okay, so we've missed. So <laughs> Natalie can answer Elizabeth's vagina. Yeah, Elizabeth's vagina. Jeff can answer stealing belts from Coles. Yep. You both can answer Natalie's favorite, the Slender Man. Yep. And that's it, right? Yeah. What's the score so far, Jeff? It's four to three, Natalie. Four to three, Natalie. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Natalie. Cryptid Urban Legends. Yes, ma'am. Cryptid Urban Legends. Natalie's favorite. <laughs> the Slender Man being an urban oh. legend. Same with Bloody Mary. I was uh, like, what are those things Bloody called? Mary. Urban Legend. Something I know has urban <laughs> You're like, yeah, like some game. Natalie's fears. Scared of <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah. what? Game's about fears. What is she scared Wait, of? Was that it? What do you mean, was that is it? Is there more, or is it just the one? You can get Elizabeth's vagina okay. still. If you get it, because you could ding in and get it wrong. If you do that, I only could think of one thing, and it's probably wrong. Say it. Okay. Natalie. Queen Domino. Queen. Queen Domino. No. So Jeff, you are now back I'm in back for this what one. What other game has Queen in it? Yeah, interesting. What other game Queens. does? Interesting. Okay, we're gonna move on to the top five, and uh, if you guys don't get these, we'll get that. We'll give them to you. We'll give you more clues to get them at the end. Um. Uh, so. Uh. Our top five of the episode today is top the top five things that we do when we're not gaming. And wait, the things that we do are our favorite things to do that we'd like to be doing. Whatever. Yes. It's all the same. Um, so I kind of went. I didn't take this that seriously. Good. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. It's fine if you did. Yeah. I just want you to know I didn't. Okie doke. So, let's go me, Natalie, and end with Jeff. Oh, boy. All right? Okay. Okay. All right, number five. What I do when I'm not gaming, I argue with Natalie about how the phrase, how dare you, from Rocco's Modern <laughs> Life is said. Do you know the show Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah. There's this, like, giant cow thing, and when Rocco yeah. would come in, it would be like, how dare you? And Natalie thinks it says... How dare you? No way. It's clearly more of a guttural, like, Ugh. Do we have it, like, 
Have you listened to it? I have, and I'm right. Natalie, are you right? <laughs> she knows. No, she knows I'm right. She knows. Oh, right. she now knows. But that's what I do when I'm not playing games. Uh, Natalie, what's your number five? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? As if she's not going to say Twister. Our lists are going to be different. Although well, they should I, be different. Now I want to change them. Change them then. Fine. When we're not first? playing board games, uh-huh. we're excitedly sitting on the couch and eating while watching TV at the same time. That's true. Because it's way better than eating and not watching TV or watching TV and not Why eating. Why is eating food in front of the TV <laughs> so great? It's just a- it is the best thing. What is so good about it? You'll you'll make food, you'll put on a three-hour movie, and you'll finish the food in 20 seconds, and it's still so awesome. Yeah. yeah. What the funniest part is like... If we like sit down and then for some reason like the fire stick isn't working and you have to restart oh, it get, and you're like, no, I'm, I'm going to be done eating food. before the TV yeah. show yeah. starts. I have wasted <laughs> this meal. Uh, this meal is wasted now. It's way disgusting. <laughs> it's uh, not Jeff. nearly as fun. What's your number five, Jeff? My number five is eating munchies, drinking Slurpees, and watching TV. <laughs> All at the same time. Uh, this is, see the dynamic? I'll this like, is the dynamic. So much I'll have some Slurpee and then I'll put it in the freezer to save it for like the later yeah, part of the show. Right, like I, I with the good when the good part of the show hits, that's when I'll have yeah, my Slurpee. This is why yeah. Jeff isn't ever wrong about stuff. <laughs> right, how are we supposed <laughs> to disprove him? About dead things? wrong about it. Number four. <laughs> in between gaming sessions, my body folds up into a neat little Wally type garbage box that Natalie then tucks me into a Calyx cube. That's what I do when I'm not gaming. Wait, what? Yeah. I just get put I just, I just get Wally. put away and she just shows me into a and then when we're ready to play again, she pulls me out of that cube and then hits a button up, and I just yeah. wake up and then we play board games. That's all we do. Or I service Natalie. That's what she wants. Yeah. I don't want to. She do wants what, to. Yeah. yeah. Do what it wasn't told. my idea. Yeah, you do what you're told. She was like, get over here. Yep. Get down. <laughs> She's like, spread that cheer. Yeah. Go down there and do this. <laughs> yeah. You know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Wally. Yeah. All right, Natalie, what's your number four? <laughs> um You should have had time to think of something funny in that uh I didn't. Okay. Um Okay, my number four is doing crafty, artsy things. I like painting minis. I like yeah. just painting like watercolor stuff. I like doing paint by numbers. I like just, you know, painting people in doing the any sort of home decor, fun, yeah, creative stuff. Sure. You're good at it all, too. Jeff, what about you, man? That's a good one. My number four is I stand in my game room looking at my games, reorganizing them, and wishing I was playing a game. Yeah, I'm not gaming. Like, ooh, I want to play that one, and then I never. <laughs> yeah. Do. And then I'm like, ooh, let me open this one, and then I open it, and then I'm like, I don't want to punch it, and then I'll put it back on the shelf. Do you ever have like? I do stupid shit. Do you ever like feel the need like you want to play a game really badly, and you're like, God, I want to play that soon, and then it doesn't happen for like a week, and then the feeling passes. Oh yeah. And then you're mm-hmm. on something else, and yeah, you're and you're kind of like it. like, damn it, fuck. Yeah. Now I want to. Ugh. All right. It's the yeah, it's it. Number three. When I'm not gaming, I like to lip I like to lip sync songs Whoa. like Chandelier and Master of Puppets while flailing my body around like one of those inflatable tube men to the delight of my children. They, they love like it that. when I just like like that. I want to swing from the chandelier. You know what I mean? That song like, come on, and I just lip sync that, and I just like flail myself flail. all around like like I'm on a chandelier like flying okay. around, and the kids just like laugh like I'm a you know I'm a seal. And yep. it's, it's really <laughs> like fun. You're a That's seal. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I'm the seal. I don't know. They're the seal. Someone's the seal. Now, what's yeah. number three? Um, my number three is shopping <laughs> online. Jeff, what's three? Shopping. <laughs> and then no. not actually buying anything most of the time. That's true. <laughs> is it shopping if you don't buy? I like add Window things shopping. to my carts Window. and Window then I'm shopping. like, hmm. And then I don't end up buying it. Oh, and man, that sounds terrible. It's fun to just leave it. It's no fun unless cart. you own it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number three? It's no fun unless you go broke. Yeah. Um, well, every day I go to this job of mine and I just get ignored by teenagers. <laughs> what do you do for That's what you do when you're not gaming? I get gaming? ignored by teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> I and just make soon, jokes for myself. When Jack and Millie are old enough to do that, they'll, they'll do that too. They'll ignore me too. Yeah. Yeah, I just make jokes for myself. I'll say things and then I'm like, that was funny. <laughs> I'm like, my friends would have laughed. If I was there, I'd have cracked the Yeah, fuck I say up. stuff like that. I'm like, you know, my friends would have laughed. Yeah. <laughs> you do? Yeah. They just don't get you. They just don't get you, man. Don't get me. Number two. I like to watch other people play games. Not on YouTube or Twitch, but I like to go to people's front lawns and leer into their windows, hoping yeah. they'll eventually play a game. It's worked zero out of 17 yeah, times so good. far. Your furniture looks great from the uh, right. I hope they start playing Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, what's your number two? Uh, this is like a real one. Uh, is reading. I've really, I mean, oh, I've, yeah. I've been a, a reader, reader my whole life, but the last few I years. I haven't fucking read the rule book, though. Isn't I that haven't. Um, Snobby book reader. I haven't been reading <laughs> as much, and so I got on this app called Goodreads, and okay. you can like track like books you've read and books you want to read and all this stuff. And then you can also like set a goal. So at the beginning of the year, I set a goal to read eight books. Oh, your this goal year. was on book this this app thing. Oh, I thought yeah. you just set that for yourself. Like, no, oh, okay. and so it tracks it every because you put like when you're reading it and when you finish it, and it tracks your. Do you get something if you complete it? Do they get you give you a free book? No, that'd be fucking sweet. But anyways, uh, my goal was eight books, <laughs> and, and I'm book. just started my twelfth <laughs> book, and so I'm really proud of Damn. myself. Damn. I've so many books. I know. I don't I, think I've read twelve books in my life. I don't know. I, I seriously don't know if I like, have. God, in a year so and a long time. Books. There's. So I, I've read some words. good ones. So if you want any, I go on a kick, Jeff. Every, once every like two uh, years, where I'll read a book or two, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, why aren't? I, why don't I always do this? And then I never read again. You know what? On vacation, I'll read a book. If I like, as soon as I lay down in bed, I'm fucking sleeping. Yeah. Like yeah. before I go to bed, I'm like, I just sleep before I go yeah to bed. I fall asleep <laughs> then you go to bed after that well, that's, here's the thing like I have been watching less TV than I normally do just because a lot of stuff isn't interesting interesting me oh. you know like <laughs> like we'll have like a show we're watching well, but like the book is better well no because like if Ryan's doing something else <laughs> And we're watching a show, go, show together. I don't really have anything else I'm watching. So I like just read a book for like an hour. And like that. Well, you really happening. enjoy that. Yeah, I do. I'm, yeah. I've read. I've liked every single book I've read this year. Damn, girl. Wow. You don't have to. Um, yeah. Okay, Jeff, what's your number two? Man? I get bossed around by a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you do. All fucking day. Yeah. Three-year-olds are bossy. This dude just They're like, bossy. Take control, man. Take control. He wants to play science. Mm-hmm. He does these fake experiments. Trip him once in a while. I'm going to dive science. under a blanket because it's exploding. You got to run down the hallway. It's just nonstop getting bossed around by a three-year-old. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. And then just completely mm-hmm. pretending that I have any sort of like will or like. Oh, you don't have control. I know. I have they don't no give control. a shit. Scarlet six, and she still doesn't give a shit. She oh, just yeah. tells us what to do. I'm all like, the time. You, are, we, are we like gonna get dressed today, or are we just gonna? Well, who cares? And I just move on. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I ha- you're like I have no rebut. Yeah. Yep, yep, I can't great. say anything to you. So yeah, I get bossed around by a three-year-old. Nice. Number one. Yeah. The number one thing I like to do when I'm not gaming. Is go for a walk. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to go for a walk? You. My dream. No, I masturbate. Oh, I love to masturbate. Sure, yep. <laughs> that if I'm not gaming and I'm alone, what am I going to do? Yep. Orgasm, yep. orgasm time. Natalie, which number one? Yep. My number one is sleeping. God, I masturbate. <laughs> I know. Fuck. While Ryan's masturbating, I'm sleeping. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> Ryan's like, mm-hmm, vibrating the bed. She's like, oh, you're taking forever. Sleeping is the oh. best. Oh. I love sleeping. 
She does. I agree with that. I agree with that. You like sleeping too? Oh, it's yeah. the best fucking thing in the world. Mine's closer to Ryan. I just spend all day trying to get Devin to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I just, you're just trying to. You can it. usually tell at a certain point, like, this isn't going to happen. Like, even, Fuck. you know, 80, 100, 200 times a year. It's yeah. just, you're just, it's, we you're need just to have trying. more of that. I am hard. Wa- I, I cannot. I am the typical man where I think about sex every 14 seconds. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, I can't why, help why that. I'm just, I hear that statistic and I'm like, yeah, I think that's true. What is. There's a Pavlovian response for me when I go into any room for the first time. I like walk into yeah. the bathroom. I'm like, "Are we gonna have sex tonight? <laughs> what should I say to her? What are the odds? How am what I gonna I do, do this? Do I rub her what back? Kind of Can't I say? Do I make some <laughs> weird goofy thing it. about like I want to lick your pussy, and then maybe she'll think that's funny enough that she'll let me do it? Do I gotta go or do I gotta, like, buy yeah, should I do the dishes? Mm, that always works. <laughs> Usually, if I clean up a little bit, that does some stuff. Okay. Or if I say designer Kanitia, she seems to like that. Seems like it. So I've as noticed. As I leave here. Yeah. Things are happening. Yep. Probably. Let's, let's it helps me. that I'm, it me, helps you know. that she was like, I'm gonna have a cider tonight. And I was like, Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you text me. Let me know. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, for sure. Because I do. I'm, I'm gonna keep them on my calendar. I just want to. Yeah. Double, absolutely. You I'll, need we'll to Because you only had 85. We'll sync up your so you missed a couple. Yeah. 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 I will count this though because we're past midnight. I will count this as Saturday's sex. Yeah, for sure. I do too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. No problem. So with our stats next episode are you gonna have sex stats? we kind of release them a little early but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess we will release early. Early. <laughs> oh man was sleeping your number one too jeff no it was trying to have sex it was trying to have sex with them oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was trying to have sex with them. it's all about having sex natalie how come do you ever try to have sex you're always the one that has, is is being tried to have sex. Do you upon. ever run after Ryan to have sex, or you just assume that Ryan's like always like you're just like well Ryan when Ryan's having sex he's Ryan's sex always ready. Or do you just do you ever go after Ryan just like yeah. I'm gonna fuck him? Usually when she I do has a cider. cider. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's so, like the only it's, time. I'm, I'm compared, really it's probably like walking right now. <laughs> it's okay, probably sorry, like guys. one. No, you're good. In every like twenty. Okay. One in every twenty encounters. Encounters. She initiates. One in every yeah. twenty penetrations. You think that's fair, or is it even? No, I think definitely not even close. I think it's one in one, one a year. <laughs> it's one a year. If I say to her, "Honey, how come you don't ever initiate?" Then the next oh, then month I'll get one. One. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll just. Well, Ryan, I'll, I'll put my ass into him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's more yeah. like he initiates probably fifteen times a day. So, like, I don't really need to. Whenever I want to, he just already happens to initiate. Right, that's, that's, so that's why I still like. That's it. why it happens like less for me. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody Crimbus. What the hell is Crimbus? Oh, you got your pound of hair. <laughs> the winter man's coming. I know. Moba couldn't hack it. I know. I know. Natalie, give me one of these I knows. I know. That's actually no, that's the first time I asked you for levels, you actually gave it to me. That was pretty yeah. great. I know.